You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast brought to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I don't have any AKAs because this is a star-studded, packed show, so I'm going to just throw it to my friend and my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Candice, not so newlywed PC on all social media. And as Jeremy said, um, we have a packed show full of our favorites. And Adrian is here with us as well. Gotten a lot of great feedback on adding our our latest co-host to the tree, back to a trio again. Hey, Adrian. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. We have two special guests. We have Chandra, who you've heard on here more than once, and Blair. Blair is back. Um, <laughs> it's always a treat when the ladies come through because they're gonna they're gonna give us their true feelings on these bozos on these shows. So thank y'all for coming through and taking some time out of your Sunday to come shoot the shit with us and do a little bit of dragging. We are glad y'all are here. Yes. <sighs> Thanks for having me. We're just going to jump right into, well, okay. <laughs> Before we jump right into it, um, is it me or are the, the, the rapper girls bozos? Like, can <sighs> they not get off social media? Like, would y'all be happier if they just made music and got off social media? Oh, no. I like to watch the crash and burn when I'm not in it. You like mess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, to be be fair, to be fair, the best mess is mess that you're not a part of. So, absolutely. Absolutely. But but, but at the same time, though, because it's funny, because I was uh, talking to one of my friends about this. It's like the... Like, I love mess. I mean, knock on wood, this damn show. But <laughs> I like good mess. And I feel like the mess between the rap girls don't be good. It's just like, y'all are too fucking old for this. Especially that's, the leader. That's how I be feeling. I don't understand. Like, why God won't give me a hundred plus million dollars? Because I could show you how to be happy. Because I'm just, I'm going to get my shit together. Like this lady just arguing with every goddamn body. If you blink wrong, she got a problem with you. Then you gotta sell your banks and them knocked ass knees being right in the motherfucker. What what universe are we in when she is hitting the nail on the head every fucking time? When Azalea Banks is like hits a lot of nails though. She does. I mean, she she I mean she not only does she hit nails, but she also built like one. So there's that. But when Azalea yeah. Banks is making <laughs> points, that's when you know we have been led astray. Cause she's she's been right about Nikki. She's been right about Cardi. Cause at one point she had some words for Cardi. And you know what I like about Azalea? She's an equal opportunity hater. She don't give a fuck. She's gonna give it to you raw about everybody. So I it's do, not yeah. like she singles people out. She hate the right way. She's a haters hater. Like, and I can appreciate that. That's the first thing. And yeah. I, 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 appreciate. I love the dedication to it. I love how at any given moment I can get up at 5.36 a.m. and see 32 motherfucking dots across my IG story screen. And it is Azealia Banks just giving it all to the girls. 
Like, I mean, she wakes up, she gets a coffee, whatever she drinks, probably some organic tea, slice them chicken heads right on off, and she gets right to the internet, <laughs> slice them chicken heads right the fuck on off. It's like, she does not, she don't care, she don't give a fuck. She's like, you know what, I'm already burnt out and blackballed in the industry. Y'all gonna hear what the fuck I gotta say. I didn't did everything wrong. Ain't no coming back from it. I'm gonna just be real. Everybody else is still trying to, you know, be above it and be Fake above, above, fake above it. Bridges. She lied and burnt out mine. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I love it. I, I do like it. And and Cardi pled. She took a plea deal to having them strip strip club girls beat up. And I don't. I don't Bless. know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Have I? She didn't. Have she I been crazy it. over a nigga before? Yeah. Did, did I pay to get some bitches beat up over a nigga? Mm, but I also was broke when I was crazy over a nigga. So maybe that's it. Maybe if I had the means, I probably would have paid to get some bitches beat up too over no good nigga because that's just where I was in life at the time. But um, I'm glad she released a statement and said she made a fucked up decision and she only going to do some community service. So, you know, good good for her. Um, good in air quotes because, good in air quotes because, I mean, the thing. Especially when it comes to because I've been calling Cardi and Nikki two birds of the same feather for a while now. They kind of are. Uh, they are. They, they are. are. Somebody like, Cardi only- tweeted about is it worth being a good person? And I even told Mike, like, when has she really been a good good person? This is yeah, the same like- lady that was calling black women roaches, and it's the same yeah. woman that same woman that has had super homophobic rants and transphobic yeah. tweets. And this is the same like, woman the, that made some is, really ugly like- comments about a woman's baby passing away. So it's like, what do you mean? Is it mm. worth being a good person? Yeah. Like when it comes to her and Cardi, I mean her and Nikki, and I tweeted this. It's like the only difference is that to some people, she has Cardi has like a more likable personality, but they two, but both of them trash. So it's really no doubt to have in that fight for real, for real. Which is why they've been arguing for forty eight years. Exactly. Hello, come on, friend. You hear me knocking? Let me in. Like they, they two birds of the same feather for real. I feel like Nikki knows how to do. She's been in the game longer, so she knows how to do that thing. And I hate to bring astrology into it, but I know a lot of sad is what they do. They will just do a little thump because she knows that like Cardi has no filter. She's always been like she like it, it would it would kill Cardi's fuck up anything. Ignore her. She knows how to. She good. knows how to bait Cardi. She knows that. She knows that Cardi cannot ignore, cannot, not for a long time. And it, I think sometimes, I think, you know, um, Kenneth may take Papa Bear out on a walk or see in that house, bore out of her mind. And she gets on there and she says shit that she knows is going to have everybody else scrambling because if they ignore it initially, the barbs are just going to harass and harass and put together a story until they finally feel like they have to clear it up because it's gotten serious and then nikki just goes on her little queen podcast and she's like hey, i didn't say no names child you know like and then it's just she don't even she don't even do that no more which is also why she'll do oh no she's she been tearing she been she been tearing that podcast down that queen radio podcast oh she's still she's like yeah, yeah she's still that doing too, it that's where a lot of the that's a lot of where, where the most recent 
mayhem is coming from is because she have a few drinks, treat that nose <laughs> a little bit, and then she hop on Queen Radio and just start fucking losing it. And like Blair said, Kenneth and the baby be sleep. She been bo- she be bored. She's feeling a little exile from the industry because nobody wants to be attached to her anymore as long as she's married to him. Like, because the jokes are going to fly because the first thing out people's mouth is, well, you can't even, you can't, your husband can't even do this. Yo, so I feel like, yeah, she's she has some cabin fever and she's just doing mm-hmm. any fucking thing to get a rise out of people because it's keeping her relevant. Whether we want to admit it or not, uh-huh. it's keeping her relevant. Yeah, which so. is why I try to ignore her as much as possible. I feel like when you hear her and she starts talking really slow with pauses in between, that bitch finna start some fucking mess. I knew that was gonna be a messy ass show. You feel it in your spirit, bro? Absolutely. Like she on ASMR or something. Like, get your messy little point out. (laughs) Yeah. And the crazy part is, I she had a she she had a little run last year with little baby with all them songs mm-hmm. they made together, and I liked them, and I they were good. Like she was, and then she just reverted back to the same old shit. I was like, okay, girl, okay, and enough is enough. I think I mean, it's because so- like you really can't like separate like the art from the artist with her for real because like not necessarily because like she rap about you know being an accomplice to harassing a sexual assault with him but it's like you know her antics right like you know like she gonna rap but also you're gonna get all the social media antics you're gonna get all the head ass antics and also at the end of the day she is someone who willingly mad a rapist and also help that help said rapist harass and intimidate his victim so it's like you can't really separate that i wish she would just make music honestly i do i just wish she she would get back to making music but the I internet know, shit I makes would... me check out like i check I out wanna... all the way when yeah. she start doing the internet shit because i do feel like she's too old and i do want to remind you like one of my favorite things about blair is she will get on twitter and be like y'all asses is too old for this yeah, like, and not even about celebrities, but even when the girls and the and the guys is arguing on Twitter, Blair will get on the timeline like, y'all is like 40. Why are y'all arguing with me and y'all are like 40? And so that's always what comes to my mind about Nikki. Like, you are the elder. You're up there with Trina. You're up there with E. Why are you playing these games? Like you one of, well, like you 23. Go change that baby pamper. That's because a fool in, at 40 is a fool forever. That's because yeah. in age she in age she's 40 in mentality, she's 16. That's she's 40 in mentality. Yeah, she's 40 in mentality, but she knows how to wield her power. She knows her fan base. She knows her stand base. She knows how they give it up. And she, like Blair said, she knows how to navigate in a in a space where she can't be held legally accountable for their behavior. But she absolutely mm-hmm. knows what she's doing. And she condones so, it. She'll like the shit. Yeah. She's always did subtle things. And I think more recent, most recently, she just has decided to take, I, I, don't, I don't know what this new insurgence of her, like Nikki 2.0, but it's like now she's just liking shit. And she's like liking lies. And I'm thinking either this bitch is really telling the full honest truth because it makes no fucking sense at all. But it's so bold and it's so courageous to even hint at 
or you are really insane and you're a liar. Like some of the stuff that she says that people were saying, like about the baby thing. And then, you know, the Barb's harassed Megan about that. And like, I mean, Megan falls in and out of favor with me a little bit every once in a while, but I still have this big, huge love for her. And I'm thinking, what could, what could have this woman said so bad that would make you want to attack her at her low? She ain't got no mama. She ain't got no daddy. She ain't got no grandma, uh, grandpa either. She didn't got shot. You know what I'm saying? They got her, you know, singing TikTok nursery rhymes for, you know, number ones and stuff. Like, what else does she deserve? Right. What did she say? Because I don't think that she told you to abort your baby. Or if she did, right. did you get out of context? I don't see nobody walking up to no one and saying, oh, Candace, you're about to try to have another one. Well, girl, if you find out you're pregnant, girl, just go to the clinic. We're not, we not on that type of time with each other. And maybe... I think the thing with Nikki is that if you're not kissing her ass, she sees you and she's been that way for very long. But why insinuate that someone says something about, you know, is it, you get what I'm saying? Did y'all hear the rumor? Yeah, I heard that. I don't believe that either. Like she was pretty much trying to say like Meg was trying to shove a drink down her throat and was telling her like, well, abort your baby anyways for you to start drinking again. And I just, that just don't sound like that it makes sense that, to me. That sounds fucking ridiculous. First of all, right. again, ma'am, you are 40. You gonna let, like, can't no 20-some-year-old peer pressure you into having no drink while you pregnant? Like, sit down. Grown. Like, it's, <laughs> like, you are super grown. Like, much like Nikki Chow, sit down. Leave <laughs> us alone, please. I just I wanted to touch on that because I feel like for the past couple of weeks, the rap girlies have been doing a lot. And yeah. I just want Tasha K to know that fleeing to Africa food. and not truly understanding extradition laws and so on and so forth. It's not going to keep you from having to pay that lady that millions of dollars that you owe her. And also you left this country before you got a touch up. that girl that sued the new growth off your goddamn head like she got a weird hard on for cardi too that i don't understand i feel like i understand social currency it's just it's easy to lock in on a celebrity and really especially one that's problematic and 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 try to build a name off them because we see it with that other gossip blog page gossip of the city all the time they do you know you know you know <laughs> I just I don't I want to I want to understand it but it's like okay um but we're gonna you know hop into real? our show hold on oh go ahead Jeremy let me say this real quick my bad my headphone but you know what's funny about Tasha K is that one of my followers said that they used to work with her um like here in Atlanta and she wasn't like that so that just goes to show you like how the grift and getting that fast social currency and clout will do to yeah I'm not shocked a lot of people's um a lot of people's persona change on social media when they they get a, a bigger following and they start to be able to monetize social media in a certain way they they change it up so i'm i'm not too shocked about that and i just want to say that it uh chris jenner if that is the third version of that sex tape you should have hired a stunt double to step in and take some dick for kim because that maybe the the third time was awful. I thought that was the first go at it. Ray Not J a... saying that that was like the the third take of that sex tape that made it to the masses. And girl, why you didn't get that girl no, oh, no 
Huh? Go ahead. (laughs) What he said was they recorded, they re-recorded it two additional times, but Chris decided to go with the first recording because Kim had a bra on and she felt like, I don't know, that just had a better whatever. So she, I think Chris wanted more stamina for them both. And she made them record it two additional times, but ultimately (laughs) she still chose the raw recording because she was like, it's more authentic and has on a bra, you know? So Kim I do want Kim can't take no dick. Good God. God I don't know. Not a stunt double pussy. I'm I should they should have hired somebody to step in on her behalf. That was but... a neat Should have hired Mimi to coach her. Girl, Mimi. They would have still stunk. Because <laughs> Mimi's wasn't good either, though. Fuck. Yeah, it was Ooh, it was awful. Yeah, celebrity sex tape. I haven't seen any really. I don't think there's ever been one that, that was like, damn, I would like to see it. I was the, like, the damn, celeb- they could have kept that. The celeb sex tape's been some mid. You know who need to release one? Motherfucking uh, Tiana and Iman. That's who need to release. Would love to see it. I would love would. to see it. I would. That baby got her original nose. I just right. want to say that. Them kids got her original <laughs> nose. And not that it's ugly, because I love, I love our noses, but... You know, she denied for some time having any work done to her nose. And I was like, I remember her from Sweet 16. I was like, that's not your original nose. <laughs> but yeah, the kids got it. A little more yeah. Like, um, yeah. 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 You know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But let's <laughs> let's hop into part one of this Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. I'm dying to hear you ladies' opinions on you know, how you guys feel about Marlo, why Sheree was sitting next to Andy. I don't understand it. I don't right? I don't think Sheree's storyline was that great this season. Her, oh, Andy said the, he felt like Marlo and Sheree was given this season. Like, they had a, a good storyline the whole oh. season. That, that's what Andy mm-hmm. said, and I'm still confused, because Sheree wasn't giving that to me. See, this is why you can't trust white people, because who the <laughs> <laughs> it must be a different charade of Marlo that I've seen because I know you fucking lying to me. Go ahead, y'all. That's what Andy Cohen said on his damn mouth. Ain't made no sense to me neither. Blind ass white man. Continue. I think it was I think this was slated to, you know, Marlo is maybe somebody that I feel like a lot of or a certain demographic of people will look at if they're like wanting to live out like their teenage fashion girly years you know what I'm saying so I feel like she got in cool with like one of the very impressional producers and was like I really need a redemption arc um for all the mess that I like stirred up during the season because I went really really low and it was some things were so low that they weren't even put on camera so I think um this was like a failed attempt at the Marlo redemption story and because Andy kept even honing in on, okay, and so do you feel this way with your past childhood? Like, I ain't never seen him do a counseling session that far in debt with anybody else. And it still didn't give because, like I said, just because something happened to you when you were a kid does not mean it absolves you from everything as an adult. If that's the case, R. Kelly can walk free because he was abused. But after a certain point, you have to say, this is wrong. I don't do this to other people. And you stop. Here we go. I'm glad we're here. I'm gl- and I'm glad we got here really quickly because that is my biggest issue with Marlo and people like Marlo. 
your upbringing, your trauma. A lot of people have trauma. Her story, as sad as it is, is not unusual. It is not one of a kind. There are a ton of Marlowe's in the world. Absolutely. There are, there are a ton of Black children who have been abused, who have been in the foster care system, who've never had family somewhere to plant their feet and really feel love. She is not one of one in this situation. So to see her just constantly being so nasty and then falling back to, well, I guess I need to learn how to watch my mouth, but this is how I was brought up. I was used to being, I don't give a fuck about none of that. You're old as fuck now. Go to fucking Marlo is, she is too fucking old to behave like that. And I do agree, Blair, this was a failed uh, redemption arc Mm -hmm. because all this shit means that those those nephews don't need to be in your care because you are not mentally and emotionally healthy enough to raise those kids to be better than you are. So, like, I feel like she took those kids in to to have a storyline. She did. Um, I, I just don't, I don't under, I, I, I get that even now as an adult, you learn more and more about anything negative that was influencing you become that shaped and molded you, right? Because you go around people and like that stuff doesn't fly. And you're like, oh, I'll probably get this from childhood. I get that. But Marlo knows how to like brown nose and like rub shoulders in certain areas to get her funded lifestyle, however it is, some people say that it is a credit card fraud. Other people say that it is escorting a good investment from like a billionaire. Who who cares, right? But you know how to rub shoulders and you know how to act like you got common sense when you need it, when you need to bounce your way around to have a new Versace dress or something like that. So I think that naturally you should be able to turn it on and off for people that you care about. I don't think that she cares about those ladies. And I think that Marlo was always somebody who's willing to say and do whatever for shock factor so that she can keep the press rolling, kind of like Nicki Minaj. My stance haven't changed. Just fuck Marlo. To the inner child in her, I hope that she (laughs) is able to find some healing and the love and nurturing that she deserved. But adult Marlo, she can kiss my ass, quite frankly. Um, She moved funny with her nephews. Mm -hmm. And being in the line of work that I'm in, I took that extra personal because it's just hard placing Black kids, placing older Black boys. And then you just say, hey, I I just need a break. And I'm going to put them in this situation where my sister's got like four kids. It's six of them in a two bedroom. Let me add two more. And she just moved funny and she can kiss my ass. And I'm I'm sorry for the trauma that she has, but she's ridden enough white dick to get therapy to address these things. So, and she likes to talk about people's moms, but her mom did not have a single fucking tooth. Marlo, I would never do. Let me tell you something. I would never sit there and talk about nobody's mama like that. And my mom was just like young fucking dummy. I would not even put my mom on. T- like y'all not gonna do that. I'm sorry. Y'all not gonna do that to what? me. Um, I would put my mom on TV because the first thing I, I said, I know like hell, that lady ain't got no teeth in her fucking mouth. And Marlo over here talking cash money about everybody and they mama. Oh my god! And she didn't go get her no new teeth. No dentures, no. <laughs> like Marlo, she is on our screen, and you ain't gonna put no more teeth on her mouth. On them guns, sucking on them lips like that on their teeth. Oh my god, Marlo! Me Listen, and every time Marlo, all of her teeth. I'll, every time Marlo talk, I just say, "Yeah." <laughs> all right. 
No, because you know what this reminds me of. Um, what? what was that Potomac? Yes, that was Potomac with old girls, mama, that I can't stand. Mia, Ashley. no, oh, Mia, Mia, stop putting Mia. y'all fucking, stop putting y'all crackhead mamas on TV for a storyline and then be mad when people talking about them eating Gerber baby food. You did that and you didn't have to. It's a Marlo is the crackhead mama. You could have sent, the, you could, y'all could send y'all mamas to rehab, get them some new teeth, get them out the line of fire. Y'all purposely put y'all, y'all addicted parents in the line of fire and be mad when they get talked about. How? Like, like you, you know, you know some of this shit you even said about people on the show. Ain't no way in hell I put my mama on that damn TV screen like that, knowing what I didn't said about them ladies. Like, a mo- imagine your mama mm-hmm. looking like and built like Wanda and expecting people not to talk about it. I know you fucking. Like oh, we gonna get some. Mm-hmm. Takeaway, John. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Marlo. I don't. I, I, oh, and no. also, I think that even if you did kick them kids out or took a 30 minute 30 day break or whatever you don't have to put that shit on tv they already going through a lot right they already yeah. going through a yeah. lot. Yeah. So, the same ass trauma that was done to her onto them boys for a mm. storyline and it's really been pissing me off just think like, about high school children or children in general i'm sorry y'all like children are mean as fuck i'm saying that as i used to be one like they are mean as shit you do not do this with all the trauma that these boys have and then you just typing up a joke for one of these high school boys to crack or something because they don't do something that's why your mom that's why your grandma mm-hmm. ain't got no teeth and your mama crack it mm-hmm. and your auntie that take you in a hoe boom i'm just saying like you don't like you, I, I couldn't put my kids in the line of fire like nope do like how do y'all feel about sonya and drew and the first part of this reunion. I Son- feel like I feel like was too harsh. <laughs> I feel like Sonya didn't really have a reason to be fussing with Drew. That's why she was tripping over herself the way that she was. Because we never really got down to the end of what her issue with Drew was. Which was nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just... She basically said, Drew, I stopped being friends with you because other people didn't like you. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's all that shit boiled down. With y'all, with y'all thirty plus ass. But I'm kind of proud for Drew to to kind of semi sticking through, to standing up for herself, whether she was right or wrong. Because I mean, the first year, her first season, she was being bullied. She was getting bulldozed. Like no one was. I mean, Latoya came in that one season and wrecked havoc on that girl life and left. Kenya, yep. who are she going to with everybody? Like she was just like you can she get into the punching bag. You know, it's just I, so I'm kind of glad she kind of have to cement herself. I hope she does a better job of next season though, because I think by season three or four she will be respected amongst the cast if she can stay that long and she can just kind of figure out how to handle everybody. But they treat her like a fucking like do boy, like a water, like you know they just poke fun at her when they want to and. I think that Sonya just saw it as like, you know what? Instead of going into this Lions Den being on Drew's side, how about I just join the Lions? And it just yep. didn't work. She didn't realize she's a freshman. She got to go through her little hazing period with him too. Like, you don't get to skip that just because you saying fuck Drew too. Hmm. Absolutely. I feel like I feel like Sonya felt like she wanted some type of... My kids is acting up. My bad. 
Sonya wanted some type of social currency. And she, mm-hmm. like you said, she didn't, she didn't want to be a freshman. She wanted to jump right into senior status and it didn't work because mm-hmm. all it made us realize is she really didn't have no storyline. Mm-hmm. She didn't have anything to talk about. I think her, that was my biggest issue did that whole baby storyline shit, um, which I'm not trying to be funny, but I, I don't ever really care about the, my husband want a baby. I don't storylines on these shows. Because half the time boring. they be fake as fuck. As with um Bell Collector. They be fake as fuck. Absolutely. Okay, y'all. So have any of y'all listened to Carlos King's stuff? His voice aggravates the fuck it out does. of me. I can't do it. <laughs> It absolutely does. So I typically do is, you know, on your podcast app, I think you can go forward 30 or go back 15. Da 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 through his little thing, getting these hey so today I'll have and then I get into the guest, right? Sounds just like him, I know. But um the way he started breaking down, or like the other guests, like Peter's been Peter, Marlo, uh, Melody, any, you know, whatever. They get on there and kind of explain how a scene is shot up. I just kind of look at this shit from a different thing because I'm like, y'all both just went in there and like cloud chase. Like basically, they tell you what you're going to be talking about. And, um, there may be other cast members in the background that they'll like queue up to go interject. And I'm like, so like a lot of the times, do y'all be having these full fledged arguments? It started from some fake shit because y'all both need attention. And now we're just rolling through. And then we're going to look up and we're going to be seven or eight, nine seasons later back at fucking Rape Gate because of some, because y'all playing around on camera. I think that's what Sonya and Drew were trying to say without breaking that fourth wall. Mm. They had a conversation about something and something totally different was discussed on. And I yeah. think from that point in time, maybe Sonya felt betrayed, but she also was, I could see it in Sonya's eyes. She wanted to get in good with the group. And she just saw that Drew wasn't, you know, laughing. My thing, yeah. my thing is, and I've said this, I said this as soon as this season started. Uh, and I think Candace had as well. The thing, my issue with Sonya is like, girl, you are a four-time Olympic gold medalist. What the fuck are you doing being on this show being so goddamn? Yeah. People do anything for a couple of extra dollars, okay? And it might start off for a few dollars in this first season, but her next season, she gonna get better money, and that's more money than she bringing it now, because what else is Sonya doing? I want to... <laughs> I want to say this. I I do not understand Drew fighting so hard to make us believe she works out. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I don't care about her fighting with Sheree. It's just like we've seen you and there's nothing wrong with her body. First of all, let us let me say that nothing wrong with her body. But like, why are you playing in our face? You have not dropped shit. You have not dropped one single pound by working out. And, and you could be honest and say that you're the face of this company, but you literally tore your Achilles heel, your tendon, your Achilles beginning to, to run. You didn't, you wasn't even in a full run yet. You took off and, and dropped like a goddamn fly. <laughs> she was half she, In Jamaica. She was Brian was just thinking about it and said, let me go ahead and cut this shit short. It's like nothing wrong, nothing is wrong with Drew's body, but like look at Drew and then look at Sheree and you tell me which one work out. Drew look like she she work out just about as much as I do. I'll look up and be like, oh shit, I want to fit in something by 30 days from now. And then I said, but I'm gonna start next week. Then next week come, I might work one day that week. Then I go get ice cream. Like be for real, Drew, like you are not giving 
meal prep in the even with the even post-surgery she does not give it's crazy how it just it don't look look good yeah sonya looks like she works out kenya looks like she works out sheree looks like she works out ralph looks like he work out so you mean to tell me you the only one that work out and don't look like it man okay (laughs) (laughs) like like and that's again that's no shade why are you lying in our face yeah, she's she's gorgeous and always has been. And even now, what well, if she got a little pouch or whatever? Okay, so be it. But why you playing with us? Like you really is hitting the gym so fucking hard, and you doing everything you supposed to be doing. And you again, as you just said, Blair, you're not giving us charade results. We don't see saggy results. We don't see Ross results. We like, come on, come on, seriously. Her husband, Ralph, who faithfully goes to the gym, looks as if he goes to the gym. That's about the only thing he's faithful to, but that's what he goes to Yeah, for sure. I got busted doing the, the the collab or whatever, being a freaking brand ambassador, somebody else. Why do these girls get on t- reality TV in this day and age and don't realize that shit is going to be easy? You could probably pull more shit off like that back in it before everybody had access to give the truth or whatever. You think people weren't going to research? Like, just like, it took two seconds, I promise you, to pull up Toya Lean's and whatever else she had going on with that damn home. It takes mm-hmm. even less amount of time to see who's really behind that LLC. A company. Yeah, for Come sure. On. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um... Can we finally talk about the fact that I think this whole Tyrone and Sheree shit was a farce and she needed a storyline outside it's, it's of Sheba farce. Sheree. Yeah, I don't like I still scamming together. Yeah. yeah, they are definitely scamming together because again, if y'all had been meeting up, been spending time together, been doing this, been doing that, while all of a sudden in this one instance, y'all have such a, a horrible miscommunication and misfire. That don't make sense to me. Where he been laying his head at? Where y'all been meeting up the fuck at? He been laying his head with his real wife. I feel That's like I think. Tyrone was like, look, these little personal bag of chips cost about $3 in the jailhouse. I need some commissary. I'll pay it on with him. When he got released, it was time for him to go back home to his wife, to his kids, whatever. He got wife, kid, you know, girlfriend, whatever. He got some real shit going on. And also, he's not going to come down and violate his parole, probation, whatever he got to start with a P on fucking camera for your ass. He was not going to fucking do it. Now, he'll sit up and talk on their phone all day long. But I actually don't think that it was nothing in his probation or parole that prevented him from being on TV. Now, I don't believe the convict Apollo and his codes and sections that he pulled out his ass. But I don't think that there's an issue for Tyrone to be on camera. He just ain't want to be, do that shit. What? Is he on house think arrest? If he got an ankle monitor, he probably can't go nowhere for real. He wasn't, when well, he came was down for the fast, uh-huh. when he came down for the fashion show, he was no longer on his ankle monitor. But when okay. she went to see him, when she was in New York, he was still on his ankle monitor. I just don't think he wanted his actual partner to see this shit on tv yeah and and i feel like i feel like he finally got a chance to be like look this is a check for us if i can make an appearance on this show this is gonna be a check for us it might not be a big check but it's some check it's something but i just never felt like they were nearly as close as sheree tried to portray it to be 
And that's why she was so hurt that he didn't show up. He didn't answer the phone. He was getting a busy signal. That's because they wasn't really rocking like that. You know what it was? But she was able to use it as a storyline. You know what it was? Theater! (laughs) Especially for her to turn around and start fucking Martell. Community theater. Open theater. Yes. Amphitheater. Fucking amphitheater, which, yeah. I I just was like, okay. Whatever. And even again, and I think they'll cover it more, but I still feel like I don't have a, sh- a problem with Sheree going private label and outsourcing some of these pieces. But you literally went to the same manufacturer that provides the shit to Pretty Little Thing and Fashion Nova and Shein and all these other ma- all these other fast fashion companies. Like, are, you are, Jabria, are you smart? Not only that, charging more. Lit- Charge them more than they do. If little Johnny has five ass, if if little Sharae yeah. has three weeds, I mean, three joggers, outside of all of that, it'd be pissing me off that this bitch played in my face for not one, not two, but three seasons looking at fabric just for you to go do some private label shit. Why was you in the fabric though? Let me tell you something. Even when I was in the fifth grade, when this shit first fucking premiered, I knew that Sharae was not no damn fashion icon. She was sitting up there looking at whoever else, the top-notch bitches trying to figure out what's put on and how to wear it. And then she's going to wear it a little bit, then try to wash it in some all, no fragrance, you know, the, the little hypoallergenic wash, no dye yeah. on it, get her a little cologne out and then go take it back to sex. That's why she got busted for doing that shit in the earlier seasons of Real Housewives. Sheree is just a complete put on and I don't think that she ever had on releasing no shit for real. I think literally Andy held her feet to the fire. Yep. I can agree with that. I feel like the general consensus has been from multiple platforms, people, watchers is that she needed to do this to sustain herself on this show. She had no other choice. The Tyrone shit wasn't enough and she was like, let me just do this shit. Let me figure some shit out real quick. And that's what we got. Because again, you haven't looked at fabrics for years. You haven't been working with designers for years. And this is what we got. Somebody who outsourced more of the designs from private label manufacturers than was actually designed for her brand. Like, come on. And then she charging $350 for a hoodie with a Jeffree Star logo on it. Girl. Unstained. And But then also, like, you know, I went to school for this shit. So I'm like, you know what? On top of me listening to that other podcast, seeing how staged this shit is, I'm like, Sheree probably did that shit on purpose because you cannot tell me, you cannot tell me that they couldn't get a steamer or an ironer. They even got them steam presses now. You just put the thing on there, press it down before they took a picture and uploaded it to the WordPress website. This has, maybe I'm giving her too much credit, y'all. But maybe this is all by design so we can sit up here and talk about this shit and people going to be checking in for she by Sheree down the line. You're giving her too much credit. Okay. <laughs> Way too much. I'm like, I, but I'm, I, I don't even be wanting to upload a picture after a selfie half the time with my shirt too damn wrinkled. For sure. For sure. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I feel like she played in everybody's face to be on this show. And so I'm wondering, you know, I feel like she's going to get her peach back. But what's next now? What, like, what, <laughs> what do she have I, that we want to see going forward? Her Martell. And I don't need to see that. And I don't think they're going to allow them to film like that anyway across two networks, are they? 
No, I don't think so, especially be, being Carlos. Yeah. Especially because Carlos King is totally fuck everybody bravo down to Candy. Him and Candy <laughs> do not fuck with each other in no capacity. I mean, to so be fair, I, I do own, wonder I how that's like. going to work out. Is she going to leave Bravo to come on over to OWN? Like, uh, She'd be I, a, a damn fool to do that. Yeah, what she, do they see in her that makes them want to bring her back for a third fucking time? Like, Sheree has never know. given anything to me. Even the first round. That, I mean, listen, there's nothing really about Sheree that brings it back. It's like, they don't have the big hitters. They don't have Nene. They don't have Portia. Although Portia is coming back for the next season, but for this season they didn't have Nene. They didn't have Portia. They like so they like who the fuck else? That's oh, sure. Okay. But I'm saying, what made them bring her back the second time? Well, I mean, who else? I is feel like back? I feel like when she lost her peach, she should have never got it back because That's she's never really had an intriguing storyline. It's never yeah. really been, been interesting. She's been the bone collector and that's it. And talking and, and, very choppy, like, I don't like the way she t- just very abrupt and did it. I, I can't keep up with it. It makes me anxious. <laughs> yeah. It, she it makes you feel like she's lying all of the time. Nothing all ever really makes sense. My designs is stuck in Alaska. Bitch, Alaska is in the United States. <clears throat> if you had to fly your ass to Alaska to get them, you could have. Those motherfucking I mean, fast fashion designs were stuck in China. <laughs> that Oh, that's what annoys me about Sheree. Every time she lie, her lie gets exposed. You're not good what at it. What it I was You're like, not a good liar. Lie that's because she can't lie good. So stop bringing her on this show to lie just to have her shit fall apart. Like, like all it, her lies is like anal prolapse. They just fall the fuck out at she, some point. Please. Um, you know what? All right, that's enough. That, that's you got there. Let's move on. Let's move on. August, what do you want to go next? Because Candace has oh, clearly watched her guy. Look at that. Okay. Blair, where you want to go? What show you want to go to next? Blair? Mary um, Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like to talk about. It. I want to hear everybody else's thoughts. Okay. Um. I will start off by saying I do not want this Dr. Simone and Cecil relationship book because you motherfuckers haven't wrote a chapter yet. <laughs> y'all, have been, y'all have been having dinner party after fucking dinner party after dinner party to get inspiration for this relationship book. And we you haven't written a chapter yet. Can it? I ain't even gonna hold you. I'm not Can even it? gonna hold you. I'm not even going to hold you. I like Cecil. I can tolerate Simone. I do not need a relationship with you motherfuckers. I really don't. They can't I even really sit don't. down as a fucking couple in a relationship, a long time relationship on top of that and write the fucking book. You motherfuckers have raised two kids. You have been on the brink of a divorce. You have had issues with an intrusive best friend. Simone eating all that goddamn hay and nay and every fucking where. Cecil have been unemployed, reemployed, and unemployed again. He has been a stay-at-home <laughs> husband and every fucking thing else. Y'all have lived in two separate residences. Y'all have had all of the pieces of ups and downs of a marriage and a relationship to write this fucking book and y'all still can't write a chapter leave that fucking book alone make a coloring book i personally make a barnyard coloring book um simone so but i don't really give a fuck about what they have to say about their relationship first of all no grown-ass man that almost lost his entire marriage 
over an adult best friend that he potentially made in his adult fucking years well into this goddamn relationship and inviting her over for fucking Thanksgiving and Christmas Christmas. and shit like that playing golf and shit asking for Simone to make her extra stocking to hang up above the fucking mantle like get the fuck out because that means you're not smart and I don't like people that are not smart in areas that they want to talk to me about shit in to write no books to me to read either like no you can't uh uh-uh. that's like me going to Toya and asking her hey what should I do um I got about 250,000 in earnest money and I want this home that costs a million should I what should I do like I'm not gonna ask her for that because like you obviously you don't know you know how to get in the house you know how to stay in there so why would I oh ask? my god bless oh my you. god <laughs> I'm not gonna ask her. oh my bad no, keep going. Edges. No, I gotta reel me back in I be forgetting no, like I don't. Cecil, just sit there and look cute. And break I mean, up he, some he, fights he, and laugh. He can't do that. He can't yeah. do that because he's an attractive man. But he don't really want to write this damn book. And really, neither, neither does she. I mean, he she can't have any dinner I mean, parties. She, just have she just a like dinner party. With his friends <laughs> having conversations. And to be honest, what else are Cecil and Simone giving to the storyline? Nothing. You know, like... That's good because I the reason why I liked I like Married to Medicine and another reason why I like Potomac before uh, Monique with Candace ass is that <laughs> I felt like I was getting I the so drama true. that I would witness from like my bougie aunts like that one or two bougie aunts mm-hmm. she brought me around her oh, and right. I see them you know the indirect shade but like very direct like the nice like not too bad nothing deep and and that you can't come back from, i.e. rape allegations and people getting bottles upside their head every episode. I don't want to watch that. I want to watch lifestyle porn, some shit that I can fucking relate to. And I can relate to Dr. Simone quirky ass having a fine ass husband and sitting there and egging on the mess just enough while her other ex-best friend sit over in another corner and cross her legs and judge everybody and think everybody bad. That's okay for me. I don't need everyone on Married to Medicine to get in there and, you know, fall in the dirt. We got Heavenly and Toya for that. We definitely got mm-hmm. Heavenly. Lord. You know what? Yes, for that. You know what? I never thought about it like that, but Blair's making good points. She's making good points. You know? Mm. I wholeheartedly, actually. I do like the dynamic of Simone and Jackie and them falling back but i i'm tired of this book thing now like yeah. let's yeah. figure something else out for y'all i mean first of all i mean first of all someone can't see the book for her goddamn big ass nose <laughs> so we can start to end up so. oh i thought it was the teeth that were big i mean it's both i mean the teeth too but have you seen that nose like i swear to god if she is it the nose or the glasses that she wears at the bottom of the you know what that's it because i because I, I swear to God, if she wear them glasses and she sniffs, this is going to goddamn explode. I swear to God. But that's some very auntie shit. I got an auntie right now that's pushing up her glasses and looking. But do your auntie got that big ass nose? We're going to get all big noses, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got, listen. 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 Hold on. Wait a minute. Listen. Well, what listen. you say fuck me for? I ain't say fuck <laughs> me. Listen. Okay. Listen. I am a country ass nigga with a big ass nose, but I'm also not. Mm. I also don't look like a goddamn horse like Simone, so there's it's also not that. the nose. I'm telling you, it's the two front teeth. I'm looking. 
Just the two. Well, you almost made me spit out this it's damn drink. Two. It's the two in the front. It's just the two. I feel like it's, it's the whole row. It's the whole the row. The whole row. You can, no lie. If you, look, if you look at the first two, you can't really see the ones behind it. It's like they just. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's, it's the overbite. It is. Mm-hmm. It's the overbite. So it it's is. the overbite overtaking the, the whole face, is what y'all say. She's a pretty woman. Um, she, she's not. She. Listen, she's not ugly, but she damn sure can get on my nerves sometimes. And we could be honest that her her unwillingness to ever address that overbite is gonna always make us notice them fucking teeth. Okay, so hold on. I you know what I just thought about? I got a question. I'm gonna post to all of you. Who, who also said where Jones? Who has the longest speeches? Simone or Quad? Quad. Quad. So I, I don't, I don't dis, I don't dislike Quad. Let me say that I've always liked Quad. I like that she didn't sit around and stay with Dr. Greg for the sake of saying she was married and had a man. She got the fuck on about her business when he started tripping. I, I've always loved that about her, but I really am tired of her trying to prove to these girls that she could live the life she wants to live without being married. Cause that's all this fucking housewarming was about. Because Toya Correct. made fun of her old home last season. A bullshit-ass apartment. Yeah, that bullshit-ass apartment, which it was set up like a fucking apartment. It was nice. It was still, it was still really beautiful. nice. It was still beautiful. But this is all about trying to prove that she she got money, too, even without Dr. Greg. And it's like, okay. I, I got a little tea. Mm. So, y'all know how next episode they're going to be saying that she had allegedly slept with her contractor. I know who this man is because at first I thought it was like, why is it? Why does it matter that a single woman had fucked somebody? However, comment he got a wife and kids, and they did have a rough patch recently. That I'm wondering if this lines up with the tea that's about to come out on this show. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm gonna say. I've noticed that a lot of women who were married to men who ended up having affairs, like they never really think twice about jumping on the other side of that situation. Because remember, there were some right. rumors mm-hmm. about Melody fucking with a married man at some point too, after leaving Martell. And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. Wait, it's were. like, okay, they were, they were yeah. the victim. Yeah. Yeah. There were some rumors about Mel sleeping with a married man after her and oh, Martell had God. ended. And yeah. Martell definitely played into him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I don't know. I feel like times down the line is married. Like, right. see, I mean, but see, and that's another thing. The couple or the contractor that they are, are alleging mm-hmm. that Quad fucked, they've been on the show before with Quad and Greg as part oh. of their marital whatever oh. group, that marital group that it was, I can't remember. But if y'all go back to what, I'll have to look at my Hulu again, it would be the season three or four. They were on there. I remember that. So they was friends and that. shit. Like, right. I have a third so, theory. Go ahead. I honestly think, okay, remember back in the earlier seasons when Mariah and Quad got into and Mariah said that um, they had went up in Lake's husband's house and Quad was sitting up in there with just a big ass t-shirt on. So maybe I've always had this theory, but I haven't I haven't had nothing hard to pounce on. 
I think because even before they got engaged or were no married or whatever, they had called off their wedding via text message. And they them both went to jail over domestic violence. And then there's also some type of police report that did happen at Lake's house, right? So mm-hmm. maybe that to some freaky deaky shit, right? And because of Dr. Greg's professional standing or whatever, like I think with those lifestyle groups and those couples, they don't really just let everybody know that they in I guess it's kind of like people who do cocaine like if you know you know if you don't you don't type thing and maybe it was a little thing because my whole thing is why would Mariah still be cool with quad after the leg thing but also why does quad have these rumors continuously about her sleeping around with married men in Atlanta if that's not a thing like maybe everybody ain't lying on you what y'all think? Oh, I absolutely. I, yeah, I believe there is some truth to this. Now, was maybe, first of all, let me say this. A separation is not a divorce. So I hate when people be like, but we were separated. You still married, yeah, though. You still true. married. And so maybe maybe the contractor and his wife may have hit some hard times. And even if they were separated until they were legally divorced, she was messing with a married man. I don't care how you mm-hmm. really slice that. And right. but and I want her to be honest it. about it. Like instead of instead of trying to ignore it and act like you above it all, tell the truth. Yes, him and his wife are separated. We've begin to know each other, and things could potentially go further when the divorce is finalized. Who gonna whip your ass about it? That damn wife that was in that damn couple cu- double couples therapy with them. Yeah, you. Were I don't know. I just kind of feel like. And then, the same rumors can't keep circulating and there's no truth to them. There has right. to be some type of validity to them. Even for Dr. Heavenly, even though she said that she brought it up to the fan quiet, I feel like that shit came a little too easily out their whole mouth. Sorry, can you put that yeah. out, out that woman's mouth? Um, to For it to, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know with these ladies. I, 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 there has to be some type of something there because it keeps popping back up. And mm-hmm. everyone does allude to the fact that how does she do this without Dr. Greg, which they've also alluded to in the past that Kwai is a user. So she definitely, like, she knew she wasn't compatible with that man. She knew that man wasn't rocking her fucking boat. She mm-hmm. knew she wasn't attracted to that fucking man. She knew she couldn't stand a nigga voice. Imagine a Dr. Greg walking up to you in the club and whispering something to you. I will fucking run. <laughs> You know what though? You know what? You're not wrong, Claire, but also at the same time, because he's abusive, I don't give a shit that core you very, very, very honest. true. Very true. Cause imagine a nigga like that goddamn short with that nasally ass boy trying to talk to you like he a daddy. Boy, I'll beat your ass if you don't get the fuck out my goddamn face. And then roll around on TV, foaming at the mouth and shit. That shit that would a girl. Quiet better than I fell in the voice right then. And my pussy would have went so far into my fucking body. She wouldn't have, y'all wouldn't have seen that bitch for years. And I would be fine. She rolling around, foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Oh my God. I still got embarrassed. Like, right um, like imagine a nigga on a moped that's 5'2 trying to beat on you. Boy, I will shake you. And you get the fuck out my goddamn I'll knock you in that little ass car over. Boy, I'll beat you with that car. I'll, boy, I'll never forget that motherfucker <laughs> speeding away in that motherfucking uh, <laughs> Mini Cooper. He tried to speed like, away. He 
had to wind that bitch up first. <laughs> no, no, let's <laughs> party. Took a minute for to get down the goddamn street. It was like, no gas taking off either. <laughs> and, 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 and Shauna, no, like, nigga, we in Atlanta, boy. Imagine you trying to go on 285 in a goddamn moped, boy. <laughs> boy. Get oh cussed the fuck out. Wasn't he on? The, he was on the golf cart one day. I feel like oh, he, that was the Mini he Cooper. Was. <laughs> it was the Mini Cooper. He was on that. He sped off in that Mini Cooper after they had an argument. Hey, sh- like Sean, imagine trying to go on I twenty on a goddamn Mini Cooper. Boy, I will beat your ass. The way I be cussing it, I'm quite sure I cuss Greg out a couple of times in that little tiny ass car. Well, he looked like a little cashew or something. And then fucking Mariah, I can every time I see quiet on my screen, I can't get over the fact that Mariah said that quiet is a potato with a wig on. Like, why would she say some shit like this? Why was so hurt behind the shit? None of them little premeditated response. She just scared. <laughs> listen can i can i be i gotta get this off my chest anila said that her parents have not followed one single rule so that means that they are not washing their hands before they touch the food and i just want to know like what the fuck get the fuck out of my house she's saving them dirty hands the point at Anita, when she do wrong, you see how Toya went up to her. She pointed at me and said, "Stop it!" And they knew what was on their hand. Bacteria, <laughs> fucking E. coli, <laughs> <laughs> fucking E. coli on them hands. Like I just oh, it, can. Can we be honest? If if you have to set those rules for your parents, you likely were not raised very clean, and you probably are not very clean yourself. Okay. Like Which, no so, shade that says a lot about I hear that in culture in Savannah. Uh, oh, like, mm. My people, my people, I love my Savannians, but the speak on the country people that I had went to high school with. Okay, they asses came to school smelling real stink. So it it adds up that they don't be watching me. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, smell like mothballs. No, nah, they smell like mothballs. They was just at Granny House. I mean, y'all, do love you know, you love. They was yeah. when they just got yeah, they got their clothes at the little mothball. They was just smelling it's like onions. Oh um, Lord, now it's smelling like curry. Huh. I don't know about no onions. <laughs> Sitting in eight o'clock like, damn. goddamn pre-cast smelling like that. That's nasty. Does Dr. Kieran or whatever his name is, does he not want? Anila to just hire a, a, a that's didn't we ask that house? last week like why haven't they hired another nanny because having your parents doing things for free you can't dictate to them how to do shit as long as you're not paying them what they did like, say during COVID he didn't like you know 90% of his business took a hit so maybe he's trying to recover and they're trying to save money so Ms. Golden leaving was good for them on the money front but not on keeping the house together because Anila can't run no damn house she just likes to be pretty really and have right. kids. I mean, she don't even do it. You know what? Let me not be. Well, I'm. Well, I didn't say I that she think, was a good I job. Don't think a, I, said, I don't think Anila is ugly, but I just I don't know. I feel like she she's trying too hard. To, frog. Yeah, she <laughs> she's trying too hard to fit in with this group of women, and this is one of the the issues I have with them constantly trying to introduce non-black women into majority and, black circles. 
it, it gives mm-hmm. try hard right. because okay. last season when we yeah last yeah. season when we met Anila she was not rolling her neck and snapping her fingers and you know talking all that high power bullshit this season she she trying to be sassy and shit and I don't like it it's giving what, very what? anti-black I said this in the pregame and I will continue to say it the problem with Anila is that she was introduced as a friend of Toya's as a friend of the show made cast member and now that Toya is kind of on the outs with the with the ladies she's trying to be the new Toya and it don't work like that I don't even think Toya is on the outs with the ladies she's on the outs with the ladies friends of the show and that's even more annoying to me she's not on the outs with heavenly per se she's not on the out like it's they friends and I'm gonna be honest with you I don't need the friends of the show who we don't know much about kicking up all this dust like leave us leave us alone well, I, you know what? I hear you, friend, but also counterpoint, because we got to remember that Toya was because. Well, hold on. Now, unless I'm wrong, correct me. But wasn't Toya introduced via Mariah, who was because she was a friend of the show? OK, uh, so all of them actually did know each other. So Mariah, Toya, Kevin. Quad. Well, no, Heavenly was a friend of the show introduced via Toya, right? But I'm Yeah, but they Mariah were friends is- in real life. Yeah. Mariah oh, is a connection there. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, these, they, these ladies, stuff. yeah, which is why Mariah, even when she's not on the show, she's still getting those executive producer credits because this is basically her love child. Yeah. And yeah. so, and so Toya is an OG of the show. Mm-hmm. And so, I like I said, because she's one of the original cast members, consequently, she's also one of the members on the show who is a stay-at-home wife and mom and doesn't, we don't know, I'm not going to say she doesn't have them, but we don't know much about any business ventures Toya may have going. And she's the low-hanging fruit on the show, especially when women come in the door and they are you know, they have these high-powered careers, which we'll let Blair take it away because she has some very strong opinions about uh, Audra and how she's been behaving and such like that. But I do think the ladies on the show use Toya as social currency. Like, if they could knock her down a peg or two, they'll fit in much better with the other ladies if they could bully somebody. And consequently, it it never works. I want to say this and then I'm letting Blair go. It only works because they don't know how to do it right. Because while I do agree with your friend, at the same time, and we've said this before, Toya do have a lot of mouth for someone who, like, we're looking at it objectively, she don't bring as much as the other ladies on the show. She's calmed down recently, but, like, remember when, like, them first couple of seasons when she was on, like, Toya was talking mad shit. Like, mad, mad shit. And it's like, girl, uh, like yeah. we Toya looking at it objectively, shit. like she's been talking shit as recently as when um contestant was going through it with her father and you know the the breast situ- yeah. the breast cancer situation, and she had a lot to say mm-hmm. about that. So Toya definitely gets her licks in, but I just feel like the new girls try it with Toya and they never really succeed. It never gets them anywhere. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's fair. Go ahead, but man. go ahead, right, so Claire, take it away. I'm a, okay. Let me take it away. For a second, play some of these Indians. They can get the hell on off my TV screen. All right, I'm gonna just start out. I'm just being for real. Here's why I feel like go find you a show with a whole bunch of white folks that you can go join that shit. Because when you do not hang out with black people in real life, I can fucking tell. Karen might have had like a black roommate at fucking Cornell or wherever the fuck he went to school. 
But y'all don't. We like when when they had the little housewarming. It was full of engines. When when uh, Audra, not Audra, Anila brought them people to uh, brought her people or whoever else. I'm not saying them is in race, but when she brought them to the home, to Quad's home, that was Indian people. So all of this, like you said, the neck rolling and all of this stuff, to me, I feel like they picked African American cast because it's low hanging fruit. We all going to be like, yeah, come join. We'll treat you like family. This is how you throw shade and this, this, and that. No, let them bitches go find their own fucking platform. Like they may be able to start like a real Hindis or I'm not sure what they're, or I don't know if they're Muslim or, you know, whatever, but real, whatever they are of Atlanta or of Georgia, or maybe they can relocate. I don't like people who come on to predominantly African-American cast and try to capitalize. The reason why... Even till this day, I still like Carrie and I still like Dr. Aiden because to me, it was a natural fit. And Dr. Carrie, I mean, not Dr. Carrie, Carrie for all intents and purposes was rolling around with those girls and one of the founders of the show, right? And they don't really have a lot of cultural clashes because for all intents and purposes, like Carrie knows like the shade, I can tell it's more organic. I feel like Anila is just capitalizing on this fucking show. Which everyone does, but I just feel like she should be somewhere over and like a reality version of like the new 90210 or some shit. Don't come over here. Um, now, and if you notice, Audra- every time, every time no, no, the no. ladies get into it, do you notice Carrie mind her motherfucking business? She just got her drink in her hand and she be sitting in the cut. And they, they really, you know, ever since, you know, I watched Dr. Heavenly's YouTube when I can bear the sign on her. And she does say that. Carrie does they don't she doesn't know why they muted Carrie so much because she's like Carrie can throw a really good jab but like they'll mute it so now when I watch show when I do see her in the background I do be picking up all little shit that Carrie be saying like but for the most part there's never been too much of like a, a issue with her because she doesn't step over in that instance you know what I'm saying it's not like a Cam and Nene or no nah, uh- yeah well, see, see, my my issue with that now, not that you bring that up, was mm-hmm. like, cause here's my thing. Like, I'm speaking for just myself. I don't necessarily have a problem with non-black women or people being on this show, but I do like if you if you know how to like pick your spots where you can be like nasty, shady, you know, funny, etc. But then also know when to fall back. And the fact that you brought that up, Blair, and it like Carrie knows that but they don't show that, that just makes me mad with Andy because it's like, bitch, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is your editing skills where you don't know when to hold them and fold them? You goddamn, I don't even have a joke. Well, but, I, well, I had a joke. Yeah, oh. Andy is not even the producer of Married to Medicine. So I'm not yeah. sure why he's ever involved in their reunions and all this other shit, but like. It's his Andy, brainchild, I think. I think Mariah and Andy brought it to Bravo, but I don't think Andy oh, has yeah. to do it. Like, because oh. Mariah is the brainchild behind Married to Medicine. She brought it to whatever production company, you know, works for Bravo. Yeah. Oh, but- I'm sorry. What I was, I was thinking of Housewives of Women, I was like, well, those were his brainchild. But you're right. Did y'all hear about Mariah had initially been offered a spot? A few times on Real Housewives of Atlanta that she turned down, so maybe hell no, and, absolutely the fuck no. no, she did. It was confirmed, and um, but she turned it down because of course she ended up making no matter how you split it, 
Mariah got paid and she ended up making more than what she would have ended up making on Real Housewives. Absolutely. She's she's still, I feel like she's still getting paid. Yes, she does. Her name is absolutely still in the credits as executive producer of the show because she's the person who brought this show to Bravo. But I'm saying maybe once they brought it to the Bravo producers, maybe someone specifically to Andy. He, I don't I don't know why he's over me. Um, I think as far as the reunion goes, Andy is just involved because we are used to seeing Andy with Bravo reunion. Great to bring John Sally over. I liked it when he did the basketball. Loved it. (laughs) Very messy. He's one of the girls. Okay. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. John Sally, John Sally is my type. Listen, as far as like straight men goes, he is my type of nigga. Like he just messy. Well, not listen, I don't know that man like, but he just messy enough to where like he in the mess, but he know like, okay, like I need I need to fall back from this, but also like I love the mess because you motherfuckers is 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 is, is ridiculous. So he basically me. So that nigga is ridiculous. He hopped up in the middle of a about to be fight and started blocking people like he was on the basketball court. Like that is a big nigga. <laughs> listen, as, listen. As a big nigga who didn't who niggas didn't let shoot, but like I got all the rebounds and blocks. Like move. So I, I feel. It. But, but so that kind of goes into my point with Audra, right? I feel like Audra, Wendy, even OG. What they do is they get on these predominantly African American <laughs> cast, and then they try to do their, they try to roll down like their accomplishments in academia. And it's like, boo, if I wanted to see, you know, hooded, uh, hooded, hooded robes, uh, you know, the the grad caps and your list of accomplishments. I would simply, you know, go to like, I don't know, a master's graduation or something like that. You are on reality <laughs> TV, babe. I am looking for fashions. I'm looking for hair. Blair, I'm you looking are. For, I'm looking you for shade. Shit. Yeah, I'm looking. No, for because she didn't. She didn't Because what? What does your master's degree? What does your PhD? What does any of that have to do with this show? When you're sitting at the table making less money than women who may or not have finished high school. You went and got into $200,000 in debt just to sit across from somebody who makes maybe a 100K episode. And because it's your first season or your second season, you're not even cracking 3,500 an episode. You're hoping that you can make it stick. You cannot go in there on some, I'm smarter than you, I'm better than you, I'm whatever, because is it? Because I guess you are gambling on yourself that you can get a peach, you can get a champagne flu, you can get an apple or a diamond or whatever, but they come in and I think it's like a cultural difference, which is why I stress that I don't think it should be good. I think that honestly, like Dr. Wendy should be on a reality TV show with other Dr. Wendy's and I'm gonna leave it at that. Maybe Audra would enjoy being on there. It's not this, it's a cultural difference. You don't come on and you're like, well, I had to work hard for this. I had to do because everyone does. Like, we know what it's like to be black over here. We didn't squander away opportunities. We're the reason why you black have American that. at that. Yeah, right. like that yeah. affirmative action that got you into that college, that got you to get that I'm baccalaureate. Be- I'm gonna be real master's degree, then be on Fox News. That's because that affirmation. Uh, affirmative action uh 
uh, acceptance that that's because of us so they kind of get on there and I think that it, it becomes a big culture shock when like ladies who've been on the show for four or five six seasons don't give a fuck that you have four degrees or don't give a like I'm gonna be real I'm gonna, what? Be, I'm gonna be real like I, honestly I don't necessarily mind like the culture shock or like you know non-black you know black people uh, not well, non-American black people like toting their shit. I really don't mind that. I just n- want them to know like when to hold them and focus. Like honestly, yeah. I will. Well, I, to, to me, then you, and this then is just you me. Do mind it because I mind yeah. it when they're using it to slam dunk on black Americans, and it's always, well, I, always I, what we've I, seen I, from I, what I, we've I, seen I, from what, what we've seen from Wendy, the OGs, the Audras. They use it to belittle other women especially black american women and that's my issue with it you have a phd that's a huge deal you well, you have a I, juris doctorate that's a huge deal congratulations but, but you using a table that, full of doctors with yeah, specialization using that, using that to single out one or two people and talk shit it it's it's ugly use that well, with let, them let practice. Me say this. Let, don't use that with let, other let black me, women let, let me say this let me say this i, I will let me expand on that I will say this, um, especially being black and being black American. I mean, it's kind of like a given because who else but all niggas. But I do find that in general, not just with this show or these shows, but in general, as black Americans, we tend to not, you know, celebrate and or give a fuck about non-American black people. And I understand that that's a very nuanced conversation and a very, you know, painful one because ultimately at the end of the day, it's like white supremacy turning our niggas against our niggas. But at the same time, like for me, I understand like we don't necessarily, it's bad blood essentially, right? And we don't necessarily highlight, you know, non-American black people as much as we necessarily should. So in my opinion, I, 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 I want them or I would like for them to highlight, you know, the accomplishments or the, you know, culture or, you know, basically like give shine to like non-American black people in a sense, right? Like I don't have a problem with it. my issue with that honest, is like fuck them. They don't I, do well, that, that for black that, Americans. They don't. They they submerge themselves, they submerge themselves in black culture, everything black mm-hmm. American culture from our fashion to, to music, to, to, you know, things like that. And then they'll turn around and be like, oh, well, y'all don't know where y'all came from. So don't talk to us. We do the same thing. So don't, so, so like, we do the same thing. We, we do the but, same thing. Like, we're not, like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not finna sit here and lie like black Americans. Like, we all for all of our niggas. We are very much American only central. And a lot of that uh, shit is only like, because we are here in America, which America turns around so, and then like, folks are all, no, because when I grew up, and a lot of people, I think a lot of black people that grew up around me, we can honestly say that our parents raised us to be accepting of everybody. When white yeah, people grow up, when, maybe in when your Asian, individual case, friend, but like Asian my thing is like I'm from the south, I'm like from the sticks, so like I'm not finna sit here and cap like a lot of black Americans that not like do like. I'm from the sticks too. We wasn't taught to hate nobody. We might have said distrust somebody. You uh, might say, "Hey, get up out." Well, even if we, but it's if, not one. It's not a one way street. Is what I'm saying. Well, if we, I feel like a lot of talking, Black Americans have a problem talking, with acknowledging. No, no. If we're talking higher education, non 
non-American. I'm not talking about that, though. I'm talking well, about all-encompassing. I'm not just... A, this is a, what Blair was saying, though, that. That, that they take their education and things like that and act like only in their culture is it important. We don't play about our education. We don't play about going to college. You, We don't play about becoming doctors, lawyers, and engineers. Have you ever considered the fact that a lot of Black Americans have not had the opportunity to explore those options from as little well, as being see, kids? But, but, but see, my problem with that is, like, at the same time, like, we're not finna sit here and that, like, especially the United States as a whole, don't deny a lot of non-black Americans that by sanctions and you know the coups and all the types of political shit that a lot of the United States does to black countries, like underdeveloped black countries. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's not why, like a why black do you and come over thing. and why do you throw the education in black American face? That's why well, they don't have a choice in that a lot of times, Blair, because the United States deny them countries, like literally set them countries of resources like high and dry. So they don't have no choice but to do that. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's we not like a, a black and white a, like we have you know, a choice. Audra had a choice in how she I, worded mm, that. Mm, like she she had a choice the, in the how women she on these shows, yes, I'm talking about in general. Well, but we're, we're talking, talking about, about these shows. shows. <laughs> we're talking about these shows, and what we've seen from people who are not fully black Americans is that they they take those jabs. Wendy does it. We just saw Audra do it. And let's be honest, Toya not wasn't taking no real jab about that girl not being a good lawyer. Thank we you. know she was fucking joking. Fuck we know it was it was playful banter amongst women. We know that. You're not helping Jackie Case right now, but you're not like, being a good he, lawyer. And so for her to run off and be like, well, don't play with me about my career like that. Toya been on this cast of highly successful ass doctors for how many years now? Not only black women doctors, black male doctors, her husband is one. It was a joke. And Audra has been extremely nasty and condescending about it because she knows that Toya does not have the formal education that she does. And I think that's a corny slam dunk. Slam dunk on Toya about her finances all you want. Because Toya don't have no good sense of money at all. Her and Eugene then bought, sold, lost, rented, been evicted from 87,000 houses. Throwing, I feel like throwing education in people's faces corny. I ain't even trying oh, to be funny. Like, this is in- Well, I mean, if we're doing that, though, if, if, if we're doing that, and this is kind of my point, if we're doing that, she not the only person that does this. Because, like, to- not only that, Heavenly and shit. Dr. Jeremy, Jackie which are we talking about? We talk about marital medicine. Like, I'm okay, not pushing. Like, which person heaven, is the which heavenly, person? I'm saying heavenly who is black and, American on like, this Dr. show. Dr. Jackie, her damn self. Like, they have. They are black Americans. Face, so I don't think we they should. They are like, black Americans. They did not the, like, preface it. American black people is all I'm saying. Jackie all of them and do Dr. That. Heavenly didn't preface it. Well, I'm I'm Ghanaian, so you don't do that to me. Don't play with all me about reality. that. It's, it's been it's been a it's been a thing like. Just don't disrespect me because I'm hard working, period. It's not don't disrespect me because I'm from here or I'm from there. It's don't play with me, period. Don't If that's the angle you're going to take, don't play with nobody, period, about their career. It shouldn't matter if you're from Ghana. It shouldn't matter if you're Black American or what. Just ask her because to respect listen, you better. For every success story that comes, that for every Audra, there's a ton of other people just like with African Americans who do, who do not have a professional fucking... So what the fuck are you saying? You think their parents, if they were able to and were in the right mind, didn't encourage them to go to, go to college and, and get a degree in something meaningful? 
people you think that that like no that's not only particular to you but when you're told since you are a baby hey when you get over here these akatas these whatever these black americans they're lazy they don't value the opportunity this is an opportunity that that you have you you have to you have the, the family is on your fucking back you think that black americans don't hear that shit we just have obstacles I don't think that you should get on an African-American cast and then bring that BS over with some, I'm Ghanaian, you know, we don't play about that. Okay. Over a joke. Like I said, you're sitting amongst people that are doctors and not only doctors, they have specialities. Dr. Damon Ron is like you said, well-respected all across Georgia, all in the medical community, has a pain clinic. Dr. Heavenly has a dentist office. Dr. Jackie has her own fucking uh, practice. Dr. Simone has her own fucking practice. So what the fuck are you saying? Mm. She was she Don't was being come condescending. Toya is a dean, but if you would have gave her five, four minutes, five more minutes, the bitch would have said something. You could have got on her ass so fucking proper. <laughs> and you wouldn't have came on thirsty. Like if you give her enough time, she is going to hang herself because you're right. She's dumb. She's not dumb because she doesn't have a professional degree, though. She just dumb because she dumb. She dumb That's because fair. she thinks Patron is like the, the top of the line tequila. tequila. <laughs> yeah. And there's better tequilas out there. Drinking fucking nail polish, thinking that she's gonna read shit, and she out here saying shit on fucking camera that she instantly fucking regrets. Get on her ass about that. And then with that, when it comes to that champion two piece giddy up, Audra, honestly, you did feel a little bit insecure about that, but that's okay because. <laughs> you're, Blair, you're cool. Let me tell you why it's okay because you were born in 1990. I was born in 94. It's been plenty of times where I'd have hung out with some more mature people, even by four or five or six years. Not that big of a jump, like on Married to Medicine. They invited me somewhere. You know what? My definition of casual was a little bit different from y'all's. I should have read the room a little bit more. It don't mean that Toya be dressing, but she Toya is more in line with that age group than she is with Audra. Of course, she's going to be like, now what they girl doing up in there with their chant? Like, do y'all not have black aunties in y'all lives that always get some shit? You just check them. That's like, that's like if, if you take your, if you go into a black church, and you ain't got on no pantyhose. Them old yeah. aunties is gonna be dragging for filth, even though younger generations of women are, like are getting away from yes, but they yes, younger generations are getting away from pantyhose and the respectability politics in the church. And you know, you could come to church in jeans now, come as you are. That's some new shit. There was a dress code back no, in the day in the black church. So I mean, it's just kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like, I, I, yes, Toya, Toya is rude. Toya is a dingbag, but she's, she's also easy social currency on this show. And I know that Audra sees it. She sees it wholeheartedly. She sees it. Like she, she went out of her way to slam I, I'm gonna be honest, And this is just for me, myself personally, I honestly wouldn't feel the way about Audra seeing Toya as easy social currency because Toya made that bed and she got the lay in it because like for me like you can't come on this show which Toya absolutely motherfucking did being like on 100 and then like when you decide to calm down because of the show you like oh stop picking on me etc no you can't do that you can't what I always say you cannot be a villain and a victim at the same motherfucking time I just just do it didn't do it in a good way well, I mean, but we still gotta be honest. Toya is an OG, so she, she does. An OG, but that weight. don't excuse you for being for getting dragged when you being a fucking D bag. She can't for weight, and 
people come to and, and she her weight, but her reads don't like she only care her weight and like the fact that she right OG, there. but like her reason, heavenly, like what she yeah, brings right to the show, she don't now give right. me heavenly. Heavenly be right there. So everybody that be coming after Toya, yes, Toya is a dingbat. Yes, Toya be talking out the side of her mother. I mean, Heavenly mouth. too, because Heavenly, Heavenly was introduced by Toya. So it applied the same way. Why are they not knocking that motherfucking elder and them fish lips off her fucking neck? <laughs> if we just like get down to what is Doctor Heavenly doing to where you just like I'm not because I feel like I understand I want to fight a fifty year old but if that fifty year old got a BBL that means she can whip takes and trauma so I'm all about it. Well, oh my God, we, Blair! What did you that, just say? Wild ass shit. Well, that's because I, I feel like don't walk away. She can take it. I feel like the only reason people don't say nothing. In the heavenly is because nobody on the cast can really fight for real. For heavenly, heavenly keeps the mess flowing for the whole fucking group. If y'all realize there would not be no fucking married to medicine at this point if it was not for heavenly being a messy bitch. I'm sorry. The reason why I got so into married to medicine is because of the dynamic that was like season one through. I want to say four. Mm-hmm. I don't. It, it to me, it's just like heavenly. is just like in the background, kind of like what y'all, what y'all want me to say today? What we, what we talking about? Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> walk on out there, and then she blow it up, and then it's the same shit, and then she go to daddy, daddy. I mean, well, I, I didn't say nothing, daddy. I mean, it's this like fucking heavenly impression is, is killing me. I mean, I'm just saying. And then right. you got Toya with she got Patron in the wine glass. You think fucking thing. Booze jets over straight up Detroit. That, that is be killing me because bitch, I can afford Patron. You're acting like this is some exclusive shit. Everybody can afford. I can't afford. Go on down to Walmart. I know Toya's brain. I know Toya's neurons are misfiring because she could have at least discovered Casamigos by now. Like I know, I know those neurons are misfiring because there's no way she has Patron that much and thinks it's amazing. But like bitch, I look above her mean. <laughs> Toya can be drinking that earth and jerk. Toya give me vibes. I don't care. She do give me peach. She give me peach parmesan. There we go. She literally lives above her means. She lives above her means in every department except the liquor. Let me tell you, like she's the bottom of the barrel ass bitch. And it really be bothering me. What's what's fucking me up is that Candace said Toys Neurons, and you know Toys can't spell the word Neurons. That's what's fucking me up. I have have three child, three childs, children, his children, no child, three (laughs) child, children. You dumb bitch. And got mad that he corrected her, and she turned it into a whole our marriage is falling apart moment. He should have (laughs) divorced you for saying three child. That's what should have happened. Because why would you do that? Also, do y'all believe Toya been fucking somebody in the neighborhood? I don't. No. Yes. I don't, I don't know why they start. I don't believe that. <laughs> the, the only reason I say I believe it is because them niggas are not having as much sex as they need. That's the now, only reason. Toya it's is- a petty ass reason with no like factual logic, but I just believe it. Continue. Toya definitely not fucking like she she wants us to believe she is. Like at best, yeah. Listen, let me tell you something. And I can't stand yeah. Toya, but as fat as that ass is, and she not bouncing it on Eugene. Come on now. Is that what she be talking about in the close friends, Jeremy? Blair. That's exactly <laughs> what he be talking about. I'm so glad that like we a natural disaster. Full circle. The nigga is wow. 
to our <laughs> listeners, do not believe these scandalous these, ass This nigga is a fucking deviant. You hear him as bad as that ass is. Quad he want a toy and sit on his face so bad. Quad got a body on her. too much money. I'm sorry. I don't listen. I make all her. Toya like all her shoes to be in the forties. They started right. I make a. Listen, I'm a working class nigga that make a working class salary. I can't afford. <laughs> okay. You can't afford Quad either. Apparently, she like expensive dick. Lavish. She, she like niggas who can. She like niggas who can lay down drywall. So. <laughs> and I heard he laid that um, shit down properly. Okay. So oh, heavenly went on her. <laughs> we know, nigga, you need to join the church. You need to join the church home to get you some communion. Come on, church. Oh, we have not to stop already, baby. I'm gonna we talking about these school. This is so, not the drag so no, Jeremy out. No, Doctor <laughs> Heavenly went live and said that 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 episode we just saw, um, or the one tonight, that Anila got popped in the head, in the face by um, Toya's friend, Carmethia. So and she did end up popping Anila. And again, goes back to Blair's point. If you are not black, as you need to pick and choose when you're going to be in black folk business. <laughs> like you need to pick and choose when you're going to be in black folks business. And she got popped. And also Toya mushed Audra in the face. Now, what I will say is Dr. Eugene, he a good nigga because he ate that punch that Audra threw. He ate that motherfucker because Toya was finna get knocked out. But stop getting in people's faces aggressively and crying when they put their hands on you. Because where I'm from, that is a call to fucking fight. If you get your ass up in my face, pointing your fingers, rolling your neck, talking loud and shit, you're telling me that you want to fight. There is no other way around that. Audra got so what she got. Toya did not punch. Audra, she needs to slap. Her. She mushed her. And I feel like, you know, I think a, a punch is like when you actually want to fight somebody. A slap is when you want to disrespect somebody. But I feel like a mush is just when you want to son a motherfucker. Bitch, you're not even good enough for us. Just move. Just, it just gives me someone just, it, really, it gives me it that gave me. Yeah, it gave me get out my face. This is your first Ooh. warning. Get your ass out my That's face. That's literally it. Like, back the fuck up real quick. You in my space, back the fuck up. And she was doing a whole lot of extra shit with that jumping and throwing her fists and stuff. Like, Toya just wanted you to move. We know Toya is a ghetto-ass bitch from Detroit. We know that. But she wasn't on that that night. And you should, and- you should, you cannot brush up. I don't know if y'all, I don't know if they eat this where y'all was at school, but when I was in school, when the boys want to fight each other, they get up on each other's shoulder to shoulder and do that little chest bump shit. Get out there, nigga. Yeah. No, you get out there. No, get out. So she went up and she did that. They was damn near rubbing nipples. What did she <laughs> think was going to happen? Was Toy going to be like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I do 07 leaves. No, fuck out of my face, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel sorry for Audra at all. I, I did not. But let, me, let, let me tell you something. As a nigga from the sticks of Georgia, I have not only this, but also been in fights where, like, when you about to shoot the fair one, like, niggas do that shoulder shit and, like, running and, like, kind of stand on the circle and get to, get to scrapping. Listen, as a nigga who has observed that and also been in that, like, that, that was fighting action. See, it's young big shit. That's what I'm saying. Culture is, is important, even age-wise, because you born in 1990. Don't be getting up in these old women faces doing shit like that. I mean, I, honestly, when you said oh. that, 
Toy is a is a woman for Detroit. That made all the same, both both culturally and non-culturally. That's all you need and to know. Toya was not flinching. Let's make it clear. Like she would have got knocked out, but I mean, like I always say, I would have been president if I campaigned well enough. That's just how I mean, it works. Too- I would have won again. <laughs> not for nothing. I-, I just did a rewatch of season one. Toya was whooping Mariah ass. She also beat Toy, I mean Mariah ass for Mariah talking about her mamas. But Miss Lucy got her ass, and also it also points out that it don't really matter who really be throwing the punches. It's whoever do that explosive first pop. Normally, people go and take off the run with. Rod dinged her ass upside the head with a wine glass and with a purse, and you know she mushed Audra. We like it. Uh, hopefully, she don't come back. You know she's she young bitch. Hopefully, she don't come in on some nineteen ninety shit. I'm finna be trying to fight for her. I don't need that show to go in this direction. I love the authenticness. Uh, married to medicine to where i knew that at least the majority of these ladies did contact each other off camera i don't want it to go in that direction but i'm gonna be real if i'm audra and you mush me you don't even give me the respect of a slap or a punch i i gotta i gotta get my look back before we even yeah i would feel a little and she did all of that and got nowhere as we saw in that clip that came out yeah she didn't throw all half her energy also, i also feel like that was a case of somebody going to get somebody that can't fight because i don't think toy can fight for real but audra also can't fight even worse than toy I don't know. I don't know who can who can't do what because people will surprise you when they back into a corner. But I don't want it to get to that point on this show. It's a reason I don't watch Bad Girls Club and right. <laughs> uh, I don't like to see that. Not for nothing. I, I really not for nothing. I love when uh, Jackie and Simone be doing a doctor shit and be explaining a whole bunch of stuff about women's health. Or in Jackie's case, she likes to talk about sexual health and new things you can do for your pussy and stuff. So, like, I I get what you're saying. Like, I like that part of married to medicine. Like, I don't need all that extra shit. I just like my bitches to be a little pussy baby. Just a little bit. A mild argument over a nice lunch or dinner. I want to see stuff and I want to be like, oh, wow. I want to look at the chef. I want to be able to get on Instagram, look at the chef afterwards and look at their food. Or, oh, my God, those shoes are really cute. I want like, I like that. I like it when they do the one off episode parts with the husbands and they go out and they go get a drink and they just talk and catch up. That's what I watch Married to Medicine for. I don't want this shit to be love and hip hop. Big Boy Jones, speaking of. Man, fuck that show. (laughs) <laughs> listen so i tried to watch that shit for today's episode because i was like you know I'm, i know she's saying got food but let me just see what it's giving wow the amount of brain cells i lost clean in my kitchen while i watched that shit <laughs> are y'all fucking serious is Kirk oh. still on there? Well, well they not yeah they still on there there's Kirk and rashida is still on love and hip-hop but they've pretty much taken like a back seat because thank God, no nobody respects him. But I don't. I wish Shakana wasn't on this show. Like we just saw you get sunned by Ti and his pit bull. Like they treated you yeah. like true <laughs> shit. We don't care. And the biggest, the biggest, the biggest story here. The biggest story that I have is only two things I really want to touch on. Um, if you know that a nigga was cheating on you and had an outside baby and you stayed with him, at some point you got to just walk in your truth. You running around acting like you are so shocked and appalled when people bring it up to you. And then we see you on camera talking about, I had to act more shocked than I was. That's corny. You stayed with the nigga. 
It is what it is. You he ain't the first bitch the to stay with a nigga who had an outside baby. I don't know what you want us to do with that. Now the 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 thing that appalled the hell out of me. So we don't we're not covering Love and Hip Hop Miami, but I still watch it because it comes on directly after Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Well, Shay, aka Bucky Johnson, who we know she was on Flavor of Love and she was messing with Scrappy for a while, and Scrappy left her to try to work things out with Erica. She's on Love and Hip Hop Miami. She's pregnant, very pregnant. And Mama D was on the last episode of Love and Hip Hop Miami telling Shay that she wishes that was Scrappy's baby. And I just... She's you for real? Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm dead serious. She was on that episode. She was helping Shay plan her baby shower, going to parenting classes with Shay and helping Shay talk to her mama about how... You know, Shay doesn't feel like her mom shows her enough affection and love and so on and so forth. And she said, you know, I will show wish this was Scrappy's baby. I wish this was going to be my grandbaby. And I just I, I want to be honest about the fact that nothing. If I was little teeth, Bambi, little Bambi with the lowercase teeth, nothing, nothing, <laughs> would, nothing would keep me from knocking Mama D's tooth out her mouth for that level of disrespect. Like at, at that at that point, the gloves have to be off. I mean, the gloves are off on that too. But even yeah. if you feel that way, you don't respect me enough to say that shit off camera. You said it while the cameras was rolling. You knew that it was gonna air on my TV at some point, and you said it anyways. You want you want to fight? That that you want to fight? I didn't just gave your son three kids. We have just had a a, a argument about you not seeing your grandkids enough, and you on this other show telling this woman, his ex-girlfriend, you wish that her baby was his baby? No, we just got to fight. We just got to fight and get it out the way at that point. I don't know what else to do after that. Okay, so it's been a very long time since I've checked into Love and Hip Hop. Um, Does Bambi and Mama D have some type of beef for her to have done that, or was it just like out of the blue? So they have had some words because... Mama D says she doesn't feel welcome at Scrappy and Bambi's house. And Bambi says she could use more help with the kids. And Mama D said, hey, if you want me to keep the kids, I can keep the kids. You just got to get them ready and bring them to me. And Bambi said, well, getting three kids together is too hard. Why you can't just come over here and keep the kid? And I'm of the old school when my mama used to drop me off at my grandma's house when she was about to get her grandma's house. Right. I used to get dropped off at my grandma's house or an auntie house or a cousin's house, whatever. My mom was getting in the street. She dropped me off. She picked me up on Sunday. That is what I'm used to. But I don't. I feel like there is nothing that we have seen on our TV screens where Mama D should be on Love and Hip Hop Miami telling Shay Bucky Johnson that she wished her baby was Scrappy's baby. Like Bambi and Scrappy have literally had three babies back to back to back. Like, I feel like they all stair-step babies. Like, they all, like, a, 10, 11 and months apart. A, and he was a scene where he wanted another one in this one. Was he not? Yes. Yes. Scrappy to get that uh, asthma under control before he was trying to have some more kids. <laughs> and so, no. just, just watching all that carrying on they did at that fashion show with uh, Mita. No fashion. And and calling her all types of side chicks and stuff. At a certain point, I feel like women have to recognize that a lot of times that's not a side chick, that's your sister wife. 
She's getting as much as she's getting as no, much no. as you from that nigga. He's taking and it was very. He's having game nights and inviting me to, but not Kendra and shit like that. That's not his side chick. That was his other. That was his other partner. And it's very rich of Erica to be saying anything about side mm-hmm. chicks when mm-hmm. she was messing with that DJ nigga. So mm-hmm. I need her well, to pipe right. down a little DJ bit. Envy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is why I don't feel sorry for Erica when she's always crying about Safari cheating and doing his thing. You willingly was fucking DJ Envy. Two birds I'm not even trying to be funny. You had sex with Rich Dollars, and that's when his blood sugars was uncontrolled. You was fucking on Rich Dollars when he likely couldn't even get it up that good because the side effect of uncontrolled diabetes is erectile dysfunction. Not for nothing, Rich Dollars always looked like he had a stroke, just slightly. Like he never recovered from it. That's because the nigga ain't got no iron. Well, nigga, iron low. Nigga, blood sugar's high and his iron is low. That's a damn thing. He full of mess. That's why. You know, but that was that. That was the that was the biggest takeaway for me from that was that I'm just gonna have to whoop your mama ass for playing in my face like that. Like I feel, I feel like Mama D should have been got her ass whooped, but nobody on that cast can fight for. Yeah, Mama D is a real hood, a real rat bitch of Atlanta, for real, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody know it. Everybody know it. She used to be a madam. She used to be a a prostitute herself. She used to dabble in all kind of shit. Yeah, it's probably very few people on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta who could beat Mama D ass, but I know for sure. I'm telling you, the stand is six feet damn near tall. Wait, who? Yeah, Mama D is a tall woman. Oh well, she she a go. tall woman, but I know for sure at least Bambi could bite the motherfucking ankles up with them little ass teeth. You know, you 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 know who could probably whoop Mama D ass, but she not on the show no more. Uh, okay, J- Jessica Dine. Oh, oh. Um, I think Jessica no, Dime absolutely. Jessica Dime, Jessica Dime couldn't even whoop on uh Jocelyn. I think she that would have been a good. Jocelyn. I don't know. I feel like that was more of the security in the cast not wanting them to fight more than like yeah. Jessica Dine couldn't whoop. Because Jocelyn can't fight. Nothing, yeah, nothing. Jocelyn security okay. a whole lot. Okay, fighting is really relative, but I think for the average person, Jocelyn can fight. I, mm, she ain't the baddest like she claimed, but nobody's really the baddest. She, right? she, ain't, go, she ain't hitting niggas with one hit or quitters, but I no. definitely believe a bitch who fought her way out the trenches and and went from uh, a prostitute who couldn't speak English to getting her own TV show on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely she believe she like, you have to fight. They bitches fight every day. And remember when her and Stevie got into it, he said she was also prostituting when he met her. So she definitely been she got a little bit of hands she fucking around with them Johns at the very stand. least. I'm not saying that she ain't got no hands. I just feel like her and Jessica, at the very least, could go toe to fucking toe. I agree with that. I feel like if, that's the thing about fighting is that it really is situational because you could knock someone out with a con- with stone cold stunner one day. You can just go simply get your ass slept on accident by a toddler the next day. That's really how it works. Somebody gets you at, the, at a good angle. No, for real. Larry, you you be talk. fighting bitches on a regular, huh? No, I don't. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying, right? If a toddler come up and cold clock you in the right point of your chin, you're going to sleep. Don't test the theory because you are. Nah, it's just- you correct? Now, nah, nah, but let's just know that because she's from the South and we know. 
I mean, what? very deeply. I mean, the bigger you are, it's just the harder you fall, right? So there's always going to be somebody out there bigger and badder, which is why I think for the most part, considering the cast, Jocelyn can whoop their ass, but she was hesitant with Tommy because mm. Tommy was probably willing to go a step that she wasn't. That's also because Tommy crazy. Now, now Tommy I think crazy, Tommy could have whooped Mama Tommy, D ass for sure. But Tommy did bow down in so many words to Jessica. Like, you kind of know, like, who your lightweight, who your heavyweight is. You just, you adjust. Yeah. That's yeah. facts. I agree with that. Ain't no point in starting mm-hmm. no shit. You know you're going to get knocked out in. I mean, shit. But we ain't. What's that one? Donna. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, please. Say that ghetto ass bitch. Bagway Jones. Speaking of. Speaking of, we don't, we still haven't heard anything about what they'll do with Black Ink New York considering they've cut all ties with C's. Um, and so that's that. But Black Ink Chicago, <laughs> um, I think it wasn't a super dramatic episode, but I definitely think it was an episode to show how these niggas is getting their ass whooped trying to co-parent. And you would be better off putting your goddamn self on child support and calling it a day. Because having to run down somebody's states away from you to see your child, it would be easier to pay child to pay child support and have a court ordered um, custody arrangement. Mm-hmm. But these niggas, they spend more time fighting against financially supporting their kids than than doing what's logical. It makes the most sense. You wouldn't have That's to up. up and hop on a flight to Dallas because your baby mama won't answer the phone and she has blocked them on your child's phone if you was on court ordered child support. And y'all had a custody agreement and visitation and schedule and shit in place. Wouldn't yep. have to do it. I feel sorry Let's for nobody. I was going to say, Adrian Adrian literally brought that up last time we recorded. So, again, these niggas, are, we have to remember that. I had just listened to the uh, last week's episode. And, yes, that what they do is it's easier for them with what they have in mind to for their contributions to go around and tell everybody. Because I and I, I hope the wrong person don't hear this, but then again, I don't really give a fuck. Hell, I'm telling the truth. I know somebody who is an NFL player, right? So when he and I guess he thinks everybody is as simple and as slow as him. So uh, when he talks about you know his issues with his baby mom, well, I was paying for all the activity, and giving 4k a month, and doing this, and then when her car this, I had got this right. But since she want to put a nigga on child support, all you get is $2,500. So let me get this straight. <clears throat> you give your baby at least $4,000 a month. You give your baby mama $4,000 a month for your baby. So you claim. And you also pick up on different activities, right? So why are you so upset that a judge was all like, oh, you pay $4,000? You really only got to pay two k a month. And these are the certain days that you get your kid on. If you was really paying that, you wasn't. <clears throat> and see, now with that court order, you can't solicit the baby mama for sex. Oh, and you go around and tell people, uh, you know, I was trying to call my baby that bitch mad because I moved on. I got my new hope. But you failed to, to point out that you called your baby at 1130 on a school night. I want to see little Gerard. No, you don't. Because that baby not up at 1130 p.m. Shouldn't be. But with the custody agreement, nigga, did you say Robert? Yeah. <laughs> did. Robert and Laquarius over here. Oh, saying, fucking right, black. <laughs> but you know they get to use that. But when it's a custody agreement in place, it's really outlined. Especially now they try to be more specific. I mean, you would know. Um, you're a lawyer. I say it in my Dr. Jackie voice. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, Adrian, you're a lawyer. <laughs> and you would know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they have, I mean, they have it so where you have software that parents can use. So you don't really even have to engage an attorney if you don't need to. And it'll go down to uh, this is the, these are the only ways that the child can travel. So if you have these big spaces, uh, who's going to travel with the child depending on age? Because you can't just put a kid on the plane or whatever. But if he wanted it worked out, it could get it could get worked out. But I, he doesn't want it worked out. And then Which never never so, reminds me. Why you not me. helping that black man be in his in his kids' life? It's so important. You know, we got to help these men be in their life. I'm telling you, you see the same shit in real life. Niggas is just running away from their obligation. <clears throat> Let me tell you, that reminds me. I do. I have a former. Um, I have a, and yes, him and his ex-wife discuss anything pertaining to their kids through a a specific app where the court can see the communication. Like whoever is assigned to their to their their family court case or whatever, the they can see the communication. So there's never any. Uh, well, he said, she said, bullshit. They could see it all. Like they have to communicate through that app. It's called Parent Talk or some shit like that. Some close yeah. like that. So again, it, through that app. Sure. yep. And so it's like again, like you said, Blair. If you was paying four thousand and covering activities and so on and so forth, why you? Why don't you want to cover it now that you only got to pay twenty five hundred? You would think you would do more since you are ordered to do less. I fuck around and walk around like five of the years. Like, yeah, I'm only the court say I only got to pay twenty five hundred, but to me that I was doing four K before, so I'm gonna just keep doing what I've been doing. It ain't no sweat off my back. So, like that—that's what I thought was a big, a huge thing of relevancy for this episode. And then we see Van Big Back ass. I just, I just want to say, if you if you did not invest no money in something that I'm doing, don't be telling nobody you helped me build it from the ground up. Especially when I've had to pay out lawsuits because of the because of your negligence in my fucking company. He running around telling people he helped Ryan build nine mag whole time. Ryan had to settle a six hundred thousand dollar lawsuit because you did a very shitty tattoo that that got infected on on a client. What did you help me build ground up? Because that sounds like you uh, dissembling my shit brick by brick. You ain't helped me build shit. You tearing my shit down. Get your big dumb ass out of here. Talk about I covered up my nine mag tattoo as a fuck y'all. Uh, nigga, nobody care for real. And then talk about too many kings in the castle. All you did was leave Nine Mag to go suck C's dick. And he don't even got a show no more. So now you back on Nine Mag groveling for a spot. Nigga, please, like, get the fuck out of here. I'm I thought this was a very him poor... Him and Ryan getting into it. I thought this was a very poor show on by Van because at... Because for a minute, I almost thought that Van was had matured and, like, he had at least not a decent head, but a more like leveled head on his shoulders, etc. And then he just proved me the fuck wrong. So Van, you get a fuck you. Cause it's like you really don't have nothing to gain by trying to be like this antagonist to like Ryan for you know the, the reason that you uh pointed out uh Candace. It's like bro you on the totem pole you are at like the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. So it's like you really Honestly, you need to count your blessing that you even have a spot on this show, even even as like a, a seasonal appearance, I guess. Like you you really need to humble yourself, man. 
That's all I got. Yeah, nigga's a, a fat dummy. That's <laughs> and, and I say Dan that as somebody that's fat, fat but at least I'm not a dummy. Dan is the one that was on the last few episodes of New York, correct? That's the one that happened. Yes. Left. Yeah, okay. he was barbecuing and shit when Seeds was out of town. Right, and had opened up Houston, Dallas, someplace in Texas, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Just making sure I'm keeping it. Yep, that's him. Um, but that that was to the extent of it. I think this week's episode is going to be better because Ryan said, damn, who let the ops in the building? <laughs> and he not like, wrong. And he, he, he not, not wrong. wrong. Van, Van was, for Van to t- tout himself as a street nigga, he was very publicly snitching on Ryan. He was giving interviews and, and, and talking to news reporters and all kind of shit. Like, boy. Let me tell you something. This, this nigga taught himself as a street nigga, but let Charmaine gas his head up to try to have a coup and not mad. Like, street niggas don't do no shit like that. And he lied on his dick. Nah, also that. Yeah, also he that. said he fucked Charmaine, which that is very fucking weird. Like, that's a weird I mean, first of, of all, f- first of all, on the top of the fact that Charmaine was your co-worker, also, why would you brag about trying to fuck Charmaine? Like no, no, no shade, but that, mm. and I think Charmaine is very pretty, but she's a what you say, Blair. <laughs> That's like bragging about against spoiled fruit from Walmart. That was a given. That's what I'm. <laughs> I, yeah, she's pretty, but it's like okay, it's like me saying, oh, I fucked up. I was going, you know, I'm like okay, and well, okay. <laughs> 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 you are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like that was okay. Is that like are they really gonna like not no that? shade, but didn't she fuck <laughs> mad niggas in the shop? Like, what are we talking about? It's yeah, it's not a I mean it's not a and, and literally let me say this. I'm not of the drama that's that's been in that magazine because Charmaine fought damn near the whole cast, damn near. And and listen, I'm not I'm not slut shaming or or hoe shaming or nothing like that because pussy because pussy good pussy is good pussy. No no matter if you fuck one nigga or fourteen niggas, that's not my thing. But it's just again, she has she you know had dealings with quite a few motherfuckers in the shop, and she had got beat up by Ashley several fucking times. So bragging on fucking Charmaine ain't really nothing to talk about. I like that nigga dick hitting on shit because girl. Like I'm I, okay, so I'm, I, I am here to stand in truth and transparency and I'm gonna be a piece of shit, but it's fine. I don't want even feel like Charmaine got good coochie. I feel like she got good head. She give me that. I'm yeah. sorry. I, yeah, I she do. Yeah. She yeah. did. Okay, speaking of good hair, moving on. <laughs> Who got good? No, don't nobody on Love and Marriage Huntsville give me good hair vibes. Not yeah, a not ma'am. Even, not, not even a Kimmy. ma'am. Not a ma'am. Not even Kimmy. No, no, I think Kimmy. I think Kimmy is very thick, and I think she is fine as hell, especially to be the oldest uh, woman on that show. She shits on a lot of the other ladies, but she is so <sighs> she's she's too she's so nonchalant about sex to the fact that I don't think her and Maurice have good sex. Well, a lot of people I, I, in her age group. I will ask you this, friend. I will ask you this. I will ask you this. Do you think she nonchalant about it because that's just her, or because Maurice is not the best partner that he? I think I think <laughs> neither of them have incredible sex. Yeah, Fair I don't think they have Fair incredible enough. sex, which is why he's he's running around begging for it, and she's <laughs> running from it. But mm. I also but, think that mm. Maurice, Maurice, always uh, them M's fuck me up every time. 
I also feel like Maurice sits at a desk all day, right? Like, because Kimmy is a fucking nurse. As far as we know, she has not given up her role. So the bitch be working all fucking day. We don't know what she's seeing at work. And Maurice, who's been sitting at his desk all day practicing law, mm. does not have to deal with those Is he practicing kind of, law? Like, extenuating I circumstances. I feel like he practicing so nigger, though, but I don't home. know about law. Law might be practicing him. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah, correct. I'll, oh, yeah, um, y'all not wrong. He might still so- be taking credit. My, I think my biggest what the fuck girl with Kimmy is you married somebody 10 years your junior who is a mm-hmm. fucking misogynist and doesn't want to contribute because when they were sitting there talking to Dr. Francis, when she said out her mouth, he's always saying that something is a woman's job or woman's work. And I just said to myself, like, what did you see in him? Because you around there helping raise his fucking kid. And you telling me that little nigga don't do no chores. He ain't mm. taking out trash. He ain't doing dishes. He can't fold his own fucking clothes at 13, 14. That motherfucker could be vaping. That little mm-hmm. nigga could be vaping at fucking school and getting caught. But he can't come home and do no fucking chores to take some load off Kimmy. I feel like that's why. Uh, what's the son name? I forget his name. Maurice, Maurice Junior. His name is Maurice. No, no, no. Not him. Uh, oh, Jalen. Jalen, I feel like that's why him and Jalen necessarily don't, they get along, but not like for real, for real, for real, because Jalen be like, nigga, what the fuck? Because <laughs> we know Jalen yeah. take care of the house. He knowing how to do some chores. Well, Jalen, Jalen don't even live there. Jalen went and bought his own fucking house. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why he, that's why he got the fuck out. Because he's like, nigga, I don't know. Like, Maurice, what the fuck? Is, like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm not trying to be funny. And if you remember maybe a season or a season or two back when they were bumping heads because he wanted her to, to get into real estate and they start a business there. Let me tell you something, nigga. I'm not about to be a nurse, be doing catering, uh, be running a real estate business, be filming for this fucking show, have to cook clean and fuck you. Some, some got to give and it's definitely going to be that mediocre dick. Everything, well, I'm not... Okay, so I'm glad we're here because, listen, So I, I need to say this. I'm here to stay, in the words of our dear departed friend Curtis, I'm here to stand in truth and transparency. I do not believe that a nigga who does not contribute as much, if not more, to the house that he needs to be, or that he should, I do not believe that a nigga who is that chauvinistic and that misogynistic is laying down good enough dick to warrant him like wanting to have sex with his wife as much as Maurice pro- pro- proclaims that he wants. I'm sorry. Maurice does not Maurice have good definitely dick. Not good dick. enough dick. He don't have no dick. And, and, like and it's a damn, like as, as, as thick as Kimmy is, that's a goddamn shame. That's a goddamn shame. He definitely gives me like, this is my first time fucking or like, I've been watching porn. I'm about to keep fucking these bitches how I see this shit on porn. Like he doesn't give, he never gives off big dick energy or good dick energy. Like it's normally like, lay down, I'm about to put this dick on you and you should accept it at any given time that I give it to you. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand and- why a woman as accomplished as her at her age would be settling for some shit like that. Because in my honest opinion, he's not even all that physically attractive to be dealing with a motherfucker hounding me about trying to have sex two to three times a day. A day, nigga? Let's think back to what it is about Kimmy that attracted her to Maurice that this nigga's 10 years her junior and she decided to marry him. 
Like, what is it that she found attractive in him? Because to me, as the seasons go on, it ain't nothing appealing as about the season. I'm just saying, because at first, Maurice seemed a little more mild-mannered. Like, he seemed like the, the brother that I fucked with. And as it keeps going, I'm like, it's something wrong with all four of them Scott brothers. Yeah. I don't know too much about Micah. We know Mark is a fucking nutcase. Michael, we don't know too much about. And then we see Marceau and, and Maurice Which on one? Screen, what, it wasn't one of the brothers fucking male mama. That's Mark. That's so Mark is that's the one. to be Mark, yeah. Yeah, Mark is the one that was fucking Van. But, I mean, even if we go with, back to the Facebook group and all that other shit, Mark has been obsessed with this show, and they will not put him on the screen for a reason. We've seen Micah. We've not seen Mark on the show. But we know who he is because the messy bitch lives for drama. And he like to keep making himself known. It's something wrong with all four of them Scott brothers. Y'all can't tell me nothing different. They well, I know that I could tell you they are unattractive. Uh, and I could tell you uh Mar- Marceau built like uh Tim Norman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it. That's okay. Thank you all for tuning in to the Ratchet Rounds no. podcast. No, 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 no. Candace done lost her goddamn. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, and also, I don't have nothing to say about Marceau and Tisha. They seem to be happy with how their relationship is. And honestly, we have no I'm proof glad you that added Marceau, that caveat because I don't know about happy, but they happy with what it is. <laughs> yeah, they happy with what it is. And the, we have no actual receipts that he is actively cheating on her. We had all of the rumors and the tea about... Um, the the outside baby and him fucking Tisha's old stylist and this that and the third but it never Man, came no. no receipts ever followed it so at this point they are happy with the way things are and okay because I'm very tired of Tisha ugly crying about social media room okay that's fair enough but okay do y'all think that he cheated though for- yes Okay, yeah, I'm, I long as we here because cheated. like we don't have concrete evidence, but that nigga don't cheat. <laughs> we can be honest about that. We don't have. We can be honest to say but... that all the niggas on that show have cheated on their yeah, wives, absolutely. which is why absolutely. when the absolutely. whole when the whole Martell Arian shit came about, they was ducking and dodging and shit, not trying to say too much because they didn't want their hand exposed. Yeah, they didn't want to rock the boat because she sure she sure went lucky. on record and was like, when we Arianne... was in Atlanta, I wasn't the only side chick down there. Mm-hmm. 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 Right, and to be honest, to this day, we have not gotten an answer on that linebacker bullshit. So I definitely believe Maurice was out here fucking. I just think Marceau has a better side bitch than Martel had because Marce- Marceau, at the very least, probably has gotten an older bitch who know how to keep her mouth shut versus a twenty-something-year-old who was living lavishly before you got divorced because her lifestyle changed that's the only reason we heard anything from arian mm, come on come on son come on come on get the whitlows out of here and take them and keep them out of here wait please get the, get, the, get the what candace because you broke up on mine the, get the whitlows out of here oh i, I don't I, thank you because i do not give a single solitary Fuck about Big Blue and that lady. Okay, I don't give that a fuck about what they got going on. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about what they It's not that I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about them lying to us. Y'all yeah. are not happy. Y'all are the one, y'all are the couple in this show that has been married the least amount of time. 
and y'all have the most amount of issues and y'all keep lying about it. Mm-hmm. You keep lying. And the I feel story like at this changing. point, they just, just trying to save face. I feel they like. absolutely don't want to admit that he's not happy in his marriage. He don't want to admit that his wife done marry him just for the ducats. Because if she really loved you, it wouldn't be no issue with no baby. It wouldn't be no issue with y'all fucking on a regular basis. Like, if she wanted to be with you because she wanted to be with you, we wouldn't have to deal with none of this shit if y'all been married less than a year. Speaking as a newlywed, I ain't tired of fucking my nigga yet. So I'm confused as to why she is. Wait to get plow drive through the headboard tonight. So I don't know what her <laughs> problem is. If we keeping it honest, okay, and very I don't, clear. I don't, I don't know what her problem is. I do agree with Dr. Francis that she has a lot of unhealed trauma about her with her upbringing and Big Lou as well, and they just keep burying it deep down, and they won't actually face the problem. And as we see, they end up leaving the retreat early because they couldn't handle, you know, being in the fire. And I'm, I'm glad that. I'm glad that everybody has called them out about the fact that they were so easy to have such big opinions on Marceau and Tisha. And now the tables are turned and you got a professional who who's actually trying to help you get through this tough spot and work through it. And they are so reluctant to it. And it's like, okay, leave then. Go ahead. When Tiffany but was asking about when Tiffany was asking about, well, we don't really know what his credentials are. Like, bitch, y'all were talking about somebody's marriage for a whole season and don't have the credentials to do it. I still don't know what Tiffany do. So, because she don't so, work at the town hall no more. She worked so locally like, at the goddamn Huntsville uh, government. Because at this point, we don't know what else to do. You know, I was about to say, y'all bring up a good point because, like, they've gone, even like the the wives that don't, you know, have you know, the most, you know, extravagant, you know, positional stuff. Like, we know Tisha do a little something. We don't know what the fuck Tiffany do for real, for real. Not for nothing. Yeah. That's kind of what pissed me off about the conversation with Marlene and Mel because Marlene tried to make it seem like Mel don't do shit. First of all, two of them kids is close together in age. So it's not that Mel don't do shit. It's that your horny ass son don't give her time to recuperate in between them kids. Let's get to the room. Okay, I'm jealous. glad we here because, like, normally I like Mel. I mean, not Mel. Uh, Martell's mama a little bit because she do. Granted, she don't go as hard as she should, but she do try to hold Martell accountable a little bit. So I do give her a, a pedal for that. But also at the same time, like the fact that she tr- in them in them flashbacks, she trying to make it seem like Martell was a prisoner and accountable parent when we know good and goddamn well he wasn't and tried to make it seem like Mel didn't do shit. Like, that pissed me the fuck off. So let's get into it. She was jealous of Mel. Plain and simple. She was jealous of Mel. She wasn't used to, because uh, by Mel's accounts and Martell's accounts, he was very attentive during her pregnancies. He was there doing her postpartum stuff. And she wasn't, she didn't get that. So she thinking of her as lazy. So I think she was jealous of Mel, quite frankly. I can see that. You know, I can see that. Adrian, you bring up a good point. I can see. Um, it was it was jealousy and it was loneliness and it was that weird, that weird dynamic change with a mama's boy and his mama. Mm-hmm. There's no way, as we saw when the divorce came to be, um, Mel was holding all the cards business wise. The builder's license, they absolved their businesses together. He went bankrupt. He had to file for bankruptcy. She's doing okay. She's booked and busy. 
and he 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 started selling Sutter home to try to get back on top. So, <laughs> which he can't, he didn't even get a good distribution deal on that because he can't sell in what seven eight states maybe more than that. He didn't even I get mean, a good so, yeah, because it's a copyright. Deal. Yeah, uh, copyright because he was taking Sutter home wine that I could get down at the Grove for ten dollars or and less. Wants or to charge less. us how much for it? The total price was shipping was like seventy nine dollars. You know, bitch, I could join a wine <laughs> club for seventy nine dollars. I could join Toy's Wine Club for seventy nine dollars. I can just not drink no shitty ass Home <laughs> for seventy nine dollars. If we being honest, like it just it was a shout out to Mel for wanting to have a you know a cordial relationship with his mom on behalf of the kids. But I definitely couldn't build no relationship with no woman that thinks of me in that manner. There is no way mm-hmm. you think no woman with four kids is lazy. Especially when your son was out having additional kids with a woman that was not his wife. How does that equate to lazy? Somebody had to be with them goddamn kids. It wasn't Martell. See, see, what you're doing is expecting Marlene to hold accountability for her son. And that's never going to happen. Well, I was saying about never he because had like, we've seen, he had you we've seen on this show hold him accountable before. It's just she's not consistent but, with it. No, it's not. She she don't hold him accountable for real, for real, because immediately after that, she follows it, follows it up with, but you a good son, but you a good man, you a good husband. You cannot tell me you holding somebody accountable, but you still absolving them from the bullshit that they just committed or admitted to. Like, come on. Yeah. I, I just like I said, there's no way you I feel like you could say that, somebody mm. with that many kids is lazy and doesn't contribute and he had you spoiled. A, a man's supposed to have his his woman spoiled. It's a part, partners you, are supposed to let me say this. Yeah, partners are supposed to spoil each other. If it's in your Agreed. means to do so, if it's within your grasp to do so, your partner shouldn't have to want from anything from y'all should be taking yeah. care of each other. The love should be there like that. You're not doing your yeah, partner it, no favors by showing be them part- the best of you. It, it should be a partnership. Right. It should be a partnership, not like it, it should be an actual partnership, not like, oh, we're gonna be a partnership, but actually we're gonna uphold to these patriarchal standards. Yeah. And I and honestly, if a woman have four of your big head ass babies, because them kids got some big heads, every last one of them got a little <laughs> alien <she> heads. <laughs> If that woman, if you push out four big head ass babies, you should be spoiled. You shouldn't want without nothing. And if you try to get that motherfucker a second chance after he done went out and had a mistress, or and I don't even call her a mistress, he had another partner for damn near half your marriage. Yeah, for damn near half your marriage. Yeah, he should be breaking his fucking bank for you. He should be doing everything within his power. So I don't give a fuck what his mama talking about. It just seemed. Like you wish you had a man to do that for you. You wish you could have been lazy. I feel like what? Cause I feel like this is. I'm gonna be honest. I feel like she just kind of doing this for a storyline because I like to. To be fair, like Sean is is not wrong. Like she does kind of do that back and forth. But at the same time, like initially she didn't like. Cause like me and Candace talked about it. Like at, there was a time where like. His mama was like on his ass, like nigga, you fucked up. And I feel like she just did this kind of swap where it's like she'll do this half and half, like she'll hold him accountable, but not for real, for real, because then she'll kind of like shift the blame. Like, I wonder what the hell happened because she was on his ass for a Martell. Good Martell I feel like happened. I have to right. I feel like I have to disagree with that because she has always done that. She will call mm. Martell to the carpet. 
She, I'm not saying she don't. She calls Martell to the carpet. But then you let a couple minutes go by in that scene. And then but she didn't do that initially though was my thing. Like that started like recently. I feel I like it did. It like Candace, correct me if I'm wrong, started. but I feel like that was recent. I, I feel like I, she says what she thinks the person at the time wants to hear. Like when right. she's been talking to Mel, she's saying what Mel wants to hear. When she's talking to Martel, she's saying what Martel wants to hear. And I feel like you know at what, some point, because she has Martel had one on conversation with Mel too. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I feel like at some point, Martel and his mama had a conversation off camera, and he was like, "Don't speak against me on camera. It just make it look bad." And ever since then, she always tried to soften the blow. And she'd be like, but you did do that. But that don't mean you're not a good man. Okay. It, 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 that's exactly what it that's means. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I can agree with that. Yeah. Because yeah. so I was going to say, like, I know I ain't crazy. There was a point where she was like, like, he couldn't breathe in his mama's face with him being like, nigga, you fucked this up. Yeah. Well, at the end of there the day, were... why he keep letting his mama get on that screen with them fucked up wigs? <laughs> she be growing them, them little thin tracks in. Them little thin Listen, ass tracks, boy. No density on them wigs. <laughs> I bet you a 12 year old in the month. Oh, goddamn. Look at the knots. Let me say something. A 12 year old beach. I heard that. Because you've been on yeah, me for a minute. I will say this: When it comes to thin hair, women of that age, that's what they do. Like they'll be on, they'll be on TV with thin hair. <laughs> hey, 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 there's an exit button somewhere around here for you. What they do be on TV with the thin, greasy hair? They go, it be a flat motherfucking wrap. Do you hear me? That's expected. But having your mom on TV with not a tooth, no bone. <laughs> no bone in that mouth y'all just sunk in it i wish the fuck i would now when i didn't say somebody everybody mama so mm. um no i will tea. say I'm next week's <laughs> next week's episode is is going to be quite interesting um i f- I, f- I have a problem with kimmy discussing conversations she's had with male with women who are not friends with male i think it's weird and I like, think that's it, why Mel don't fuck with them outside of taping because look at the bullshit you doing. Like because, I always thought Kimmy was a solid yeah. ass bitch. She, but yeah, this, she's showing, she's showing me things. otherwise because Destiny nor Destiny, yeah, Destiny nor Tisha have a a existing relationship with Mel right now. So why would you be coming to them telling them about a conversation you had with Mel at at lunch? That don't mm-hmm. add up. Well, to maybe you know, and I'm just. My husband, a little messy bitch sometimes too. He had said maybe she was telling her that because Destiny was one of Martell's side bitches. So he was trying to put her up on game that she ain't the only side bitch. And it's not too far-fetched for me because all of them probably thought they was going to be next and who was in the news with Martell but Sheree. Well, we know for a fact that Destiny and Martell used to date in high school. I don't know if they had any dealings as adults but i did always think it was weird for him to always be popping up at destiny house while her husband wasn't there i always thought that was a little bit strange but i also feel like it could have just been for the sake of filming and getting a scene but he definitely has some going with melanica and she don't really hide the shit and he been cheating for a long time and so that's why to an extent it's like you know you you still proceeded with this man knowing he was a cheater but at the same time if you don't have no receipts some he say she say where do you go from there but now so do i just don't like, like do y'all feel like mel nika was the that martel was cheating with when she told mel that t before they got married yeah. and maybe that's why she has like 
you know, some kind yeah. of issue with now. Yeah, I do. Just... I feel like her and Martell been fucking. Yeah. They probably fucking while he pretending to date Sheree, because I think that is a whole ass publicity stunt. Well, pretending to date that. Sheree is hilarious. They are both scammers, okay? And they're both trying to promote business, because what did she say about him? He has his own wine I mean, line. To, to be fair, though, shit. to be fair, I, like, I don't give Martell, you know, much credit, but at least one of the two actually has businesses. Now, granted, he needed them with his ex-wife, but who, at least they had... Who least... got him? Who's Scott? Because if we pull it up, everything is dissolved. I mean, Martel yeah. at least has stuff attached to his name. I don't know what the hell uh, he got it attached got. to his name because of Melody. Like I, I think that's where everybody fucking up. Martel is not smart. Martel does not have anything to his name. Martel don't know nothing. It's Melody. Melody is the whole brains behind Ho and Ho. And I'm not even a male fan. I'm just saying what we have been shown. Okay, I'm glad we're here because you know. You listen to the show. You know, me and me and Candace have not been the biggest fans of Mel in general. When it comes to Martell, yes. But in general, we got mm, it's some nice nastiness with that one. Great. Absolutely. But that's it. Um, before we go, I just want to say that I'm glad Tim Norman was found guilty and they need to lock uh his mama up too. And oh, no. let's call oh, it a day. Did we talk about Bell's collective? That's on the Patreon. We, we, we move Bell Collective to the Patreon, but if you have some points you want to drop in the Bell Collective, we are here for you. I mean, not really. Them bitches is boring, so it's fine. I just Man, wanted to make sure I was good. Boring. They need to well, grief from the 27 people. Again. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I love Essie. Essie looked like she walked straight out of the beauty supply store. Like, she just looked so cute. She just got her little Essie look like she be strapped. Essie look like she straps Marie down. I I feel like Marie straps Essie down. If we keeping it honest with that crooked ass wig she got on, obviously she's not. Why she keep wearing that? Why she keep wearing that blunt? That blunt cut bang bob though. Because she looks. She looks. She looks way better with short hair. Not y'all saying the 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 blunter the the blunter the the wig the bigger the strap. It's very meek. That's all I'm giving. That's uh, not, it's, it's not a very, it's not a blunt, it's not a blunt vibe. It's a very meek vibe. Like the bitch almost thought that she, she thought she was there. She not giving what she thought she was giving. That is e goddamn no. Marie, she needs. She like she be doing some DIY with. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, no, she does, and that's what the issue was with her and Latrice in the first season because the bitch did her own wig and had got mad that she fucked up the wig, and that's why the presses wasn't flowing like they were supposed to. That's what the issue was. The bitch don't do nothing for nobody else. Adrian, please save us, because these niggas. <laughs> I told y'all what no, it was. No, because I'm, I'm tired of I'm tired of Tambra and them fucking wide brim fedoras. I'm tired of Tambra and that fake ass voice. I'm tired of Tambra and that light ass lipstick now. Oh, bitch. Okay. Because she's sweaty yeah. Barbie. You are not a white bitch. You are black. I mean, she, I mean if you catch her in the right light, I mean, I... Like, Miss Mama, if you don't get you, if you don't, if you don't get a chestnut pencil and go on about your fucking business, chestnut <laughs> lip liner have saved many a lipsticks. Listen, <laughs> all, all I'm saying is it's always the ones with a white mama. That's all I'm saying. Well, no, it's always <laughs> the ones who be trying to put a hat over a wig. Like, size them fucking hats up when you got your wig on. 
Those motherfuckers see, be means- sitting on top of her head like at a BC from um that one HBO show. That would right. require her to actually have the wigs laying properly because the wig already sitting like two inches off the top of her head. And then you add another three or four right. with the head. And she just looking like I'm a tall ass lie. bitch. I can't put, no, I can't put my head on my head. I put Absolutely not. in this damn wig. This motherfucker high. You ain't gonna put no hat on top of that. Sh- walk around looking like T.I. or Dr. Seuss or somebody. That's exactly what she looked like. Heavenly Beauty and get them up. Hey, like Tamper looked like a nigga that just opened at the door, the source open, you know? And like pretty out Willy, really. She be dressing like pretty Willie with the fedora hats. I don't know. Pretty Willie. Willy, Let's call it a day. Let's lay your body day. down. Let's just call it a day. You know Thank y'all for listening it. to the Let's rest of the show. I'll be everybody some homework. When we this, get off this, this has been a blast. Blair, Shauna, thank you so much because Candace has lost her motherfucking mind. Blair, Shauna, let everybody know where they can find you because this nigga has lost her mind. Come on. Y'all don't know good music when you hear it. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely do, boo. I'm a Homer Simpson, that grind thing when I get off of this Line real quick. Anyway, and look at them hats he wears. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Please find God. God has not been glorified. Um, okay, so where? Hey guys, you can find you. Um, y'all can. I'm in Atlanta. I'm a massage therapist, mobile massage therapist. So fuck with a nigga. So hit me up on Instagram at House of Serenity Massage. If you're smart, you know how to spell it. I'm not going to do that for you. House of Serenity Massage. That's me on Instagram. And you can follow me on Twitter at Elmonique, E-L-L-E, two underscores, Monique. If you're dumb, I'm not spelling it for you once again. But you know, that's what I'm in. Oh, I'm Blair. Um, you can find me at Forever That Girl on Twitter. The I and the girl word is spelled with a number one. Yeah, follow me. We thank y'all for coming through and really clowning with us. It's always a good time. You have an open invitation anytime. And to our listeners, we will be back next week. Bye.